Hello, just a quick bit before this week's episode to let you know that we have a Patreon you can subscribe to if you like what we're doing here and you want more of it. You probably already knew that. We don't stop going on about it. What you didn't know is that you can currently get a little free trial so you know exactly what you'd get as part of your subscription. You can head to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in the show notes to get your first seven days free. All you need to do is pick which tier you'd like a free trial of. The Biggest Mates tier is the one that has all the extras in it. And then for seven days, you are free to listen to any episode we've released in the last six months. You can cancel any time or just leave the subscription rolling if you like what you find. It's charged monthly. And during any month, as part of that Biggest Mates tier, you'll get ad-free episodes of this show every Monday. You'll get a brand new episode of our new Manic Street Preacher show every month. Two episodes every month of The Ultimate Playlist, our themed playlist show, where we talk about all kinds of different music, different artists, different genres, different eras, and one or two bonus episodes every month, depending on the length of the month. That's two episodes every week. There's also other tiers to trial. One that is just the Manic Show and ad-free What Is Music episodes, and another that is just ad-free What Is Music episodes. But hey, if the first seven days are free, why not try a bit of everything? Plus, all tiers include access to the exclusive subscriber-only Discord where we discuss the shows, the bands we've covered, various music topics, and loads of other stuff, including some games that the friendly community have devised themselves. So head on over to our Patreon page now to claim your free seven-day trial. Go to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in our show notes. See you there. I want to mow my garden. Sorry, I want to hoover my garden. You don't need to hoover I've got, a garden. I've got, yeah, fake turf. Yeah. Right. Right. Genuinely, you Google it and the answer is you hoover it. What's going to come up? <laughs> up <laughs> what, though, yeah, like, like what? What's it? Well, not you, what comes up, it's what goes on it. It's what falls on it. Well, yeah, you blow it. Blow it to where? Like, the, like in a pile. Yeah, like a leaf blower. Yeah. And then what do you do with the pile? Put it in a bin bag. Usually you get some cream to put on that. Piles that was very good. So I'm going to get a second. I bought a rumba this week, and I'm going to buy another one and put it in the garden. Here's a nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how the rich live, Adam. I know. <laughs> we were just talking about how Lucas doesn't. Sorry, who are we talking about then? We're Lucas has talking about rooms me. that he doesn't use all day. Yeah, and I've got one room and where he's... I do all my work, eat all of my dinners, and he's buying a second rumba. <laughs> for outside <laughs> <laughs> because he needs to hoover his fucking fake grass yeah here's a nice thought here's a nice thought I was fantasising about this today oh god the Mannix gig oh god in July is probably going to be pushed back right I've seen the Halifax yeah. one is is on in September so the... I hope it gets pushed back because we can't yeah, make so it yeah so then we can make I can it, make it. Mm. yeah well, you don't count but okay. imagine imagine you know we go to the hotel we get ready and then we go to a lovely pub in a three-person room? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, we're all staying in a three-person... Three absolutely <laughs> not. Three-person yeah. bed. There is, honestly, Adam, I, Adam I can, I'll, I'll just play along and be like, yeah, 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 we're going to stay in the same room. And then just walk into my own room and then just not let you in. Three. It's the podcast bed. We're all in the bed, yeah. like Morecambe and Wise. 
I am not sharing a room with fucking Snorlax. <laughs> that uh, is me. A lovely yeah. pub. Go to a lovely pub. Get a little oh, bit merry. I'm text Nicky Wire. Be like, come down. So, like, yeah, come on down, Nick. Sup N. Because I call him N because it's like more informal than Nick. Yeah, I call him I call him the N word. Um, <laughs> which is Nicky. Yeah. Yeah. Nicky Wire. What's yeah. Up? What's up, N word? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this is <laughs> This isn't gonna make the edit. And then a lo- right. lovely gig. A lovely gig a bit oh just oh, arms, arms around, around each, each other. other. Jumping up and down. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mate. Oh. Lucas is Going, going. I've seen this happen before, along with the music. Like that's going to be really great, you know. Going, repeat after me, fuck queen and country. Yeah, like yeah, playing along to that song that they're going to open with. These are some uh, heavy, deep references for people who've tuned in for a Muse podcast. Uh oh, lads, my laptop's about to run out of battery. Uh oh, and I've plugged it in. Whoa. Okay, yeah. wow. Well, we can't top that as an opener. So, uh, hello and uh, welcome to What Is Music, a music podcast about music. Huh? We're a podcast that focuses on discographies in their entirety, doing deep dives on one artist at a time. Huh? We are currently in season two, which is called Are You Amused? Huh? A critical analysis of the history, cultural impact and music of Muse. Uh, we're huh? going through their entire career, album by album, track by track, asking questions like, does context matter? When you're listening to music, does knowing the history of an artist affect your appreciation of their output? And this season, we're, of course, asking, are you amused? Uh, and to be clear, we're asking if you're amused by the band Muse, not whether or not you're amused by us, the host of this season, are you amused, to which you are now listening. I'm Adam Scott Glassball, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, as always, Steve Murphy. I'm wearing a hat. And Lucas Way. Steve's wearing a hat. Yes, thank you. Very good to get a hat check in there. And yeah, again, yeah, yeah. it is a backwards cap. Uh, just for those watching, oh my god, you're never going to believe what has just happened. Listeners. Do you know what? I thought visual jokes are very good on a podcast. Steve has so put pre- on So you prepared by putting another hat within arm's reach. Mm. Oh, that was, oh. <laughs> it, there's so many hats now. Oh my god. Now there's three hats. And those look like your son's hats. That one is. That's the Spider-Man bubble hat. This is all yeah. really good it stuff. Quite, for... It looks quite big for and... a small child. Does it like? Does he sit in it? He's got a giant head. He's like Does brainy. he climb inside it? He's like brains from uh, Thunderbirds. Oh, I mean, they've all Lucas got giant heads from Thunderbirds because they couldn't fit the technology. Oh, let's the... come on. We've already covered Maddox they and Thunderbirds, the guys. Come they on. couldn't fit the technology <laughs> These are deep, for the, deep for the mouth, for the lip sync inside the body. And yeah. so they had to have big heads. Oh, but yeah. then in, when they, later oh, on, wow. when they then did Captain Scarlet, yeah. they managed to miniaturize that oh, technology, no. which is why in Captain Scarlet, yeah. the heads are proportionate. Oh, my God. Whereas in Thunderbirds, yeah. they're big. Oh. Lucas, so, that is the most interesting thing you've said this season. We're, of course, uh, on our quest to answer the question, what is music? I think music is uh, the look on a child's face the first time it tastes ice cream. Uh, What what do you guys think music is, Steve? Uh, It's boring and not worth talking about. Lucas? A collection of B-sides you chucked on a disc to make money. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. (laughs) How are you guys? I'm good. I've, uh... oh, my cat's. Cats in the background. All visual stuff for the audio format we've got. Yeah, great. So, yeah, really slowing good. down the energy. I've, uh, <laughs> I'm good. I've had, I'm, I'm probably one eighth through a three percent beer, so I'm oh buzzing. That's wow. how I'm feeling. 
I've got just a quick drink check as well. We'll start yep. doing these. I've yeah, got yeah. Uh, some San Pellegrino sparkling mineral water. I'm lovely. That sounds Pepsi. gross. I've got a Pepsi Max. Great. And a squash. Oh, so I'm the only legend having a beer. You've got to stay hydrated when you're podcasting. That's yeah. the first in our series of podcasting tips. I'll do one every episode <laughs> oh, for amazing. you guys. Wonderful. Anybody who wants can to I have another one? Podcast. Yeah, can I have uh, some tips? Because I'm, can I do one more tip? <laughs> I really my, need some. My, my tip is don't do a podcast with Steve Murphy or Adam Scott Glassball. <laughs> That's a good tip. Yeah. That's a good tip. Because we don't have time. We, we won't just be able to do another don't podcast. Have time. Uh, how are you, Lucas? You okay? Lucas is a stressed yeah. boy. I'm I'm stressed. With, I tell you what, I did get a nice bit of post today, though. So that's fun. I got fun post. It's mm. nice when you get fun post. Got a Marvel card game, so I'll play that this weekend. Well, that's a nice. Marvel card game. That yes. sounds lovely. Yeah, it sounds fun. Never, yeah. I didn't even look it up. I just saw the front cover and went, I like those people. I, yeah. I did that with the uh, with the Jaws board game. Yeah. Not played uh, it yet, but it looks on, horrendously complicated. <laughs> on the flip side, I am supposed to get married in four days' time and I'm not because of the global pandemic. She left you finally. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the global pandemic. Yeah. I so, thought she'd finally freed herself from her bonds. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was one shit hot chocolate too many. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so, uh, sad. What are you going to do yeah. instead? Um, well, probably not a lot because of we the can't. global pandemic. Yeah. So yeah. we've we, we, we've ordered some food to to, to get delivered. And, sure, but that's what you we'll do. Get... That's what we've done every day for the last year, isn't it? And we'll and we'll go. For, yeah, but we 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 bought we bought more expensive yeah. stuff, oh, so that yeah. makes it that makes it special. Yeah. Nice, 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 and, nice, and, nice. And we'll go for a walk, but a more expensive walk. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that's great. Both buy new shoes yeah. or something. Gold-plated yeah. boots. Uh, oh, yeah. it'd be very heavy. Yeah. But... Let's uh, let's get on with the uh, with the podcast, I guess. Oh yeah. Uh, we're going yeah. through the discography of the rock music players muse uh, from three different. <laughs> that's perspectives. the worst one. Though. It's so shit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so lazy, shit. man. <laughs> we're doing it from the three rock music band players. <laughs> It's not wrong. From the perspectives of me, I'm very analytical and deeply into the context of music. Steve, moderately thoughtful about music, bit of a normal person, bit of a Muse fan. I'm not really a Muse fan. And Lucas is a a pixie made of dreams and is a huge Muse fan. Uh, Last week we looked at... Well, last week we had an interview. The week before that we had uh, Origin of Symmetry, or at least like the second part of it. But not really the second part of it, more like the the, the other, majority the other, of it. Yeah, yeah, the, the other thirteen yeah. fifteenths, the other ninety percent of the album. Yeah, <laughs> I did like it um, because we had we had people talking to us on Twitter like you only got you only got three songs in, and I was like yeah 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 of um, course yeah listen to the first season welcome. <laughs> this week we're looking at the first disc of Hullabaloo their b-sides collection uh but we like to take in all manner of context surrounding the music including biographical and so with that in mind <gasps> steve oh why don't you catch us up on uh where we got to in the story of l muse brothers <laughs> yeah oh man they were just like hanging out recording some shit yep Spot on. Uh, yep. <laughs> did an origin symmetries had a orgy with a worm in a hot tub and a yeah, tugboat, tugboat with Rosie and Jim. Tuggers, Ooh. yeah, they they, they um, guest starred on Tuggers, and 
You know, just like fucking put an album out, man. I can't remember a fucking thing. Great. All right then, Lucas. Go. Great. Like you, might, I reckon at this. I reckon you've got it now. I think you got it down though. What are their names? Quick fire. Go. Bosh. Matt Bellamy. Yup. Dom Howard. Yes. Yep. Chris Wolstenholme. Oh, no. So oh, <laughs> he said it with an A. I was so confident. Instead of an A. Fuck it. Wolstenholme. 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 No, 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 no. That is another week of failure. Yeah. We'll Chris Westenham. Chris Westham. <laughs> that's, that's actually quite good. Yeah. Well, that's what West Ham FC stands for. It's West Ham Football Chris. Well, he does support, he does support West Ham, so. He <laughs> supports Rotherham. Christmas. Sorry, that just popped into my head. <laughs> All right, over to you then, Lucas. Um, there's nothing to tell you here. Great. <laughs> right, great. I mean, it's been they, really fun today. I, I caught. I mean, I essentially caught you up. They, they <laughs> did. They, they released Origin Symmetry. They did shit loads of touring, and one of the major parts of that tour was a was a a, a double nighter at the Zenith in Paris. Ooh. They did that. They did those gigs. They Le were good. Paris. They filmed them for a live DVD and recorded God. them for a live album. This is that live album, except it's not, because Oof. we're covering the first disc, <laughs> which is the which is the quote unquote soundtrack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So, so I, yeah, the, I've got which implies that the main release is the DVD or VHS tape, right? And yet, this is disc one. Not the live. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got questions. Even though the live show is clearly the star of the release. Like this it's clearly is, the best thing about it. This is technically the soundtrack to the behind the scenes documentary that was disc two of the DVD. Oh, God. Okay. What, I don't, uh, what is Hullabaloo? It's the I name don't, of. It's the you, name you've of been the... so secretive about telling we us haven't. anything about. No, we have. So I've listened to these songs. I know it's disc one and disc two is a DVD. No, no. disc two is a CD. So this is the CD what? release. CD release. Disc one. Let's go backwards. Let's okay. go backwards. Well, no, right. go forwards. Go normal. Do normal. There is a, D- yeah, there is a DVD. There is a DVD. They released simulation theory. <laughs> <laughs> there is a DVD. On that DVD is disc one, a live show of Live at the Zenith. Le Zenith. Please. Le, Le Zenith. The and Le Zenith. D- dubbed Hullabaloo. That's like the name yes. of the, the, the gig. Right. Okay. And the show and the and the, 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 D- the DVD. Disc two is a behind the scenes look into their raucous, raucous life. Along with that, a lo- like on it is a lot of, they, they have these tracks and they're okay. just B-sides. They are B-sides that have largely been used on B-sides for previous singles and such. But they basically use that as the soundtrack to the documentary that went on the disc. I didn't know that. That's very interesting because one of my questions was, how did they pick which B-sides? It's called Hullabaloo Soundtrack. Yes. It's, literally, it's, the, it's, the, it's since been on like Spotify, it's just called Hullabaloo. But when it was no, released, mine, it was mine, called... Mine is called Hullabaloo Soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, because you've got like a CD of it. But like now... No, no, like, no, no. I mean on, on, uh, on Spotify. It's called Hullabaloo, Hullabaloo Soundtrack... Parenthesis, East West release. Oh yeah, it is, isn't it? That's really yeah. weird. Yeah, very odd. So and so these are essentially it's a B sides collection, but it is the B sides that were picked to be the soundtrack to the to the The bonus features. The bonus features of <laughs> wow. the DVD. Wow. And then and then disc two of the C D release is just the live 
Wow. The live, but, but not all ver- of it, yeah. An abridged version of the live show. Very live weirdly show. abridged as well. I really hope the rest of the release is more interesting. <laughs> I mean, we're going to do Hullabaloo next, right? We're going to do the... We're going to watch the show together, but I didn't know there was a, a behind-the-scenes thing. Are we watching that as well? I mean, I would be bang up for I'll watch that, yeah. I mean, because otherwise, who cares? It's easy. It's easy. It's easy content. Quick on-air <laughs> meeting. Yeah. Okay. It's easy. We just watch. Like no planning involved. We just mm. sit and watch it and waffle over it. Yeah. And no, you get to it. see some funny. It's easy I mean, content. It does, it Idiots does mean will you listen. Get to see, it does mean you get to see sit the fuck down, which I think I mentioned is the funniest thing that's ever been. That sounds like. like the All thing right. Yeah. We'll, we'll watch the show did. and then we'll watch. Uh, then we'll watch the documentary as well. Great. There we go, a little on-air meeting. Cool, we'll do that. Mm. It seems well, very wa- early in a career to release a B-side collection. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, that's the thing. It's w- Would they have, if not for just... They they wanted to bulk up the CD release with the the, the quote-unquote soundtrack? I don't know. Maybe, but then on, on the CD release, the B-sides take precedence. They go first. Yeah. But... but but it's not like any of them are B-sides written for this. They were all on, like, actual B-sides. They were all B-sides. Which to, loads to of song. bands do. Like, they collect their B-sides. And loads of um, loads of bands do it this early in their career as well. I just found it a bit weird. Especially it's, like, ten tracks. It's just That's a right, short... Steve. It's, yeah. it's, not, so, even, yeah, it's, it's not, not even all their B-sides. It's just a selection of B-sides. It seems like... That they wanted to do a nice live DVD release with a with a uh, documentary, and they thought, let's just give some fan give the fans some stuff as well. No, but we've already heard this as well. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm annoyed. We've not heard this. Well, people that have bought the CD, Su- super fans will have done. Super fans will have heard them on singles, yeah. But I mean, super fans will because buy it anyway. That's true. But then usually there is that little like enticement of the previously unreleased. It, I think one of these is previously unreleased, right, or two. They're all on singles. Okay, really? Even the acoustic so, version of Shine. So your, so your get. Well, okay, well, okay. Oh, Sem- you semant- fucking semantics. did him, Adam. Semantics nailed the non- him. The the non-acoustic version nailed of Shine him to the wall. Was a B-side, so I guess technically, yeah, Adam wins. So 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 that <gasps> would have been the impetus for people to go. Oh well, I've not got that acoustic version of Shine. I simply must. Buy all uh, of this. Yeah, cabins. I must have all the DVD and the VHS and the well, CD I, I and the vinyl. I would have well, the, the new thing is CD2, which is a live CD. That's also very true. That's very true. Weird that it's CD2 because it's the new thing. Oh, I, I'm i so confused about Hullabaloo. And then the live DVD is just a live DVD, Steve. I'm, I don't know what you just said. It was so confusing. <laughs> But it is. It's the, not. It's not an album, is it? It's not like one of their. It's not in the canon of their studio albums. No, so we're not going to give it's, it. It's considered a compilation. We're not going to give on, it official. What is music ratings? On, or... on Muse Wiki, the official source of this podcast. <laughs> it's, considered, it's, it's considered a compilation, not a not an LP. Yeah, that's why yeah, my yeah. little notes here say LP zero two B. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, it's not LP three. It's not LP3, is it? Zero uh, so how far after Origin of Symmetry did this come out? This came out um, on the 1st of July, 2002. So basically pretty much right before they stopped touring for 
the longest chunk yet to do their now. Is that less than a year after Origin of Symmetry? Oh, God, now you're going to make me go back to my notes that I don't have up, because why would I have my notes for the last episode up? <laughs> I just remember me just hear me typing there. This is the last that. episode. I'm not surprised. This is the last episode of this <laughs> it's podcast. Run its course. Yeah. Guys, I just got a reminder on my phone that I'm apparently I need to record the podcast. Oh, okay. Half an, half an hour. Set after. that for half an hour after we record. That's fine. Yeah, I know, right? Um, Origin was released on September. Uh, sorry, uh, June, 2000, June 2001. This is July 2002. So just okay. over a year. So they are sort of like coming off the back of a, of a successful album. And just dipping their little hands into the collect money, please. Pot. And they do have tiny hands. Yeah, dipping yeah, their tiny do. little hands. They do, yeah. Do they, do, do they have little hands? They do, yeah. Have you not noticed? Hands. Have you not noticed? They're like an inch long, all of them. Yeah, really, that's why they yeah. became friends in the yeah. first place. That's, that's why they became friends. They, they um, shook hands and went, <gasps> I mean, this is, this is also released like within the month of... The Dead Star in Your World double A side as well. There you go. There you go. Just greedy so, little rock and roll boys. Steve, what else do you need explained about this about this release? I mean, you're surely aware of the concept of a live album that you can get on both DVD and CD. Yes, but we're not doing that now. Yeah, it's just a little... It's, it's, it's disc one of that. Okay. <laughs> because, oh. when, because there's no point... In this, I, I did listen to the live part of this uh release i listened to, to this too in the in the run-up sounds like the dvd but without exactly without, we're gonna without talk, your eyes we're gonna talk about the dvd next week so there's no point in us going over it twice yeah um aren't we calling this episode disc one oh my god oh, just carry on just no it's disc one what's gonna be this is disc one <laughs> you do it but we're never gonna cover disc two <laughs> what but we kind oh. of will because disc two is a recording of the first <laughs> DVD disc, which is disc one of the DVD. And yeah. it sounds and apparently and we just decided on air that we're also going to cover disc two of the DVD in the same episode. The soundtrack to which is disc one of the CD. <laughs> How many hours is that going to be? Uh, it won't be ridiculous, will it? I mean, the 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 the, the documentary bit is like forty minutes. Yeah, maybe. okay. Yeah, it's, it's not. Good. It's not. Yeah, it's not yeah. feature length. Look forward to that where you uh, you learn nothing about it and hear us talk about, I don't know, super noodles. Um, Is there any further sort of release-based context or anything we want to get out before we move on to, like, talking about the the collection, the album? Well, to do get a bit of admin out of the way. Yeah. Just get it out of the way. It's on the 1st of July. 1st? Firth- Even I did it. The, the old Colin <laughs> of July. That, very good. Even I've made the f- mistake now. What's it's, uh, happening? It's Adam next. He's going to catch it's it. It's released on the 1st of <laughs> July, 2002. Okay. It is, ni- it is 91 minutes and nine seconds long. That's both discs, if, right? If you count both yeah, discs, yeah, yeah. which we're not. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the artwork is... The artwork? Oh, mate. Are you okay? Why do... Well, how did... Do you know what? Like, we're not the biggest podcast in the world, but we are moderately successful. And it's moments yeah. like that that make me question how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> right. You'll, you'll, you'll see what happened in a second. The artwork is by Barney Bewick. Right. Okay. So I, I read ahead and couldn't confuse myself. Lovely. And Lawrence Stevens. Okay. Terrible. Produ- I hate the pro- artwork so much. It's it's produced by John Leckie, John Cornfield, and Paul Reeve in that they produced the bits that yes. they t- took them from. Let me look at the artwork. It's green, right? Uh, 
It's, it's, uh, it's, it's the era where they're dressed in fucking top hats and tails, the, but it's the, white, I think. Is this Ooh. interesting? The Japanese oh, yeah. version of the CD uh, is the only Muse album released on Super Audio CD. What Super Audio? Well, I was that hoping Adam would help there. That is slightly interesting. It's five it, one, right? Is it not a DVD? Nope, it's a Super Audio CD, and only disc two, which we're not covering, was released in Super Audio. <laughs> is CD that like um, Blu-ray? Why would you release to DVD? Why would you release just the live tracks on Super Audio CD? Did they cost more to print? Uh, is it like high quality audio? Yeah, sur- surround yeah. sound or, or multi-channel audio, basically, is yeah. the thing. Well, oh, so it'd be I, like I, you're I, at the gig. I can tell you why. Oh, it's cool. because the, the, the DVD was recorded and mastered in 5.1 because Matt was like, DVDs are the new hit sh- like hot shit. They can do 5.1, so we have to do yeah. it in 5.1. That is true. Though. And so they then just were like, well, we've got a four, four, four fucking, fucking hell. Come on, man. We've got a 5.1 version <laughs> of it, so let's just put it on a super audio CD in Japan. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Japan often a very uh, technologically minded society, so I can imagine that sort of selling well, that being an incentive to buy, because yeah. this is a bit of a bit of a little cash grab, isn't it? Yeah, you got to do a cash grab at some point. Got to do a little to cash be, grab. To, to, to their credit, they've not done anything like this since. Yeah, they've not done a B sides collection, a best of, a greatest hits, a singles collection, any which apparently are all different things we learnt last season. Yeah, yes, they they're they're doing we... it slightly differently though, Lucas. They're releasing like awful jackets and weird <laughs> box sets, and I don't know, use condoms, aren't they? Let's be totally yeah. fair. That is the um, new. Cash no, they don't support the use the... of condoms. They do they? They like to. Yeah, God. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the we, yeah on on the as back. We know, yeah, yeah, on the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh god. Uh, the artwork. There's, there's some artwork. Adam hates it. It's the silhouettes of them from that photo shoot. Yeah, I hate the image that they're going for. Like, I mean, it's not. It's era. not a silhouette, though, is it? Oh. No, I just picked up a book. Oh right. Okay. Oh good. <laughs> Something's wrong with me today. So you can't <laughs> talk. You can't. I reached. I reached for my up. disc and I picked up a book. Did you say disc? <laughs> He did say it is. Disc. It is. It is somewhat is silhouetted, actually, isn't it? Yeah, it's. But I remember there being a photo where his like face is right up to the camera in, and he looks like a tit. A wallet. Is it them? In, is it them in the top hat tails? Thing yeah, 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 with his yeah, giant yeah. hair. Right, I've got an issue with it. Okay, his hair is so spiky, and he's carrying a top hat. He can't put that hat on. He never. I mean, I mean, you'll see mm. when we watch the when we watch the documentary, That's Steve. They, there's a little bit on that photo shoot, and at no point is Matt wearing his hat. He's just like flourishing it. We need to be on hat check for the live. Well, okay, I can answer the hat check. He doesn't wear it. Spoilers. Unbelievable. He flourishes it. Were oh. they using uh, the balloons during Bliss at this? Point? They no. They were so using I... um, hula balloons. Well, that, that's my question. Is if, well, if... that Steve, I don't know if that's intentional, but that is what they're called. That's what people call them. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? They call them the Huller Balloons. They have the well, same stupid idea that I just had. Because I was wondering if that is one of them on the front of the it thing, is. if that's and, the artwork. And, and yeah. there is actually some context to the existence of the balloons, which Excellent. is on this cover <laughs> and now since the gig. So there was a TV series back in the olden time. It can't uh, be a, that olden. A, 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 a British, <laughs> a British, a British uh, like spy TV series. It's like a serial, I suppose yeah. you call it, called The Prisoner. Yeah, everyone right. knows The Prisoner. From... I don't. I've I've never heard of The Prisoner. 
Well, it's about some like it's about like a, a creepy town that no one can leave or something, right? Yep. If you try and leave, a giant white ball chases you down and like incapacitates you. Right. Okay. I think that's I've seen that parodied on The that's, Simpsons. That's what they're doing. Yes, I've seen it parodied yeah. on The Simpsons. Yeah, that's why I know that. Island part. with the flamingos. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, that's the that's what they're doing. They're doing right. like a bit about that. Now, okay. is there a point in the live DVD where the balloon pops on his stupid hair? He doesn't... Uh, his, his hair's not quite as stupid at the show, I don't uh, know. It's pretty um, stupid. The balloons, the balloons <laughs> obviously are a staple of the Muse gig to this day. Yeah. Okay. The Huller balloons. I've got one, but I can't, I've lost it. Really? That's quite a big thing to lose. It's flat. Oh, right. Oh, right. I I'm see. actually quite you sad. You didn't walk home. Like, I, you didn't get on the tube I, with it. <laughs> because I, I, pop, I popped it and kept it at my first ever Muse gig in like 2003. Nice. Nice. So you've but just got I've a pop- saggy bit of plastic in a drawer yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. a saggy bit of plastic. But I've, I, I would have it in Lucas's merch corner, but I've lost it. Mm, that would have been yeah. great. So, so sorry. So, so they were using balloons at this point. They were using the hollow balloons. Yes. Excellent. Right. So that's why it's on the front. Interesting. Yeah. But apparently there's more to it than just their balloons are cool oh, with yeah. a gig because everyone bounces them around and then Matt pops it with his guitar. Yeah. It's like there's a little thing which is referencing a sci-fi TV serial, which is quite on brand. Yeah, that yeah. is on brand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's something. That at least makes the front cover a bit better. I do like it a little bit more now, yeah. I'm not... I mean, I mean, two issues I take with it, though. Okay. One, at no point are the balloons blue. Right, okay. Hollow balloons. They're no, not. Blue, I tried to. And yeah. so on the front cover, that's blue, but that's they're not blue. Okay. Right. Two. Yep. I don't. I don't like bands being on the front cover of things. Oh um, yeah, that's true. I like a. I like a. Any of them wet themselves? Just a quick double check. It's, it's, check it's heavily. It's heavily. You uh, can't. Quite shadowy, isn't it? Yeah. Shadowy. Yeah. So you can't really. Let me Almost just check. Like a silhouette. Hang on, I'm checking the V. I'm checking the checking the DVD here. Are you just reading the notes? It's not. Then none of them. Do you want to stick it on? Do you want to stick I've it on? I've got the VHS here as well. Oh, Brilliant. lovely. Well, this is this is spoilers for Merch Corner, surely. I mean, this this is Merch. I've done it. Okay. Oh. This is <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I have I've, the I've, release. I, I discovered something whilst doing this episode, which is I don't own the Hullabaloo CD. <laughs> I've got That's I've got weird. all these fucking singles and like you know box sets and all these like kind of kind of collectible things. And is, all it on order? is it on it order? Is it on order? It turns out. It turns. I, no, good shout. I need to order yeah. it. Yeah. But it turns out I don't own the CD copy of. I mean, I know what I need to do now. I need to get a Japanese one with a Super Audio CD. Right? Yes, it must be That's the Super now what I have Audio to do. CD. But I I have super got the D, I've got audio. the DVD and I've got the VHS. Excellent. Does the VHS seem much use? Um, I mean, I've got I've got a, a VHS player with a HDMI output. Oh, so I could right. watch it on a show modern off. TV. Nice. So I could, <laughs> but I won't. Or shall we? Instead of watching the DVD and everything when we do our commentary, should we just watch the abri- abridged VHS? Though? Yeah, but because oh, we can't, no, we can't abridged. watch that or come to your house. If you could just play it through the webcam, that'll be fine. Well, to keep the quality situation up, I will just point my webcam at a screen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's slightly abridged and the, I think the, the... Is it as abridged as the CD? Hang on. Is there three different versions of this game that they released? It is, it is the full length. The, the VHS is, is is the full works. Oh, okay. But obviously it doesn't have the cool bonus features that the DVD has, which we'll get into when we do it. Okay, okay, cool. I'm so confused by this release. 
It's like a, um, it's an early two thousands DVD. So when you say cool special features, I'm thinking it's got chapter selections, yeah, interactive has. menus, yeah. yeah. And probably oh. some kind of uh, angle thing. Where it's you can got change- angles. <laughs> yeah. You can change the angle. It's quite cool. That's so shit. You can change it to like a shot down the neck of the guitar. Yeah. yeah. Or like mic cam. Oh, I don't want to see that. Yeah, I know. It's weird. I like, he's just a guy in the audience. Poor Mike just getting a, like a fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. space the whole time. He's like, what? Just stop, trying to get it. a beer. Just, oh, mate. What? What do you want? That's a- what do you think of the album then, Lucas? Um, it's a collection of B-sides. Oh, do you know what? No, that's really weird you say that because it really feels like a, like a collection of B-sides attached to a live DVD release. The li- <laughs> to be no, to give it credit, I won't. Some of them actually <laughs> I <refuse>. fit. Some <laughs> of them actually do fit the the description of soundtrack quite well, actually. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I can. Yeah, and then and then some of them are great. And then some of them are not great. Absolute, absolute fucking B-side material. Yeah, it's quite tight though. Like, and it does kind of flow. It's a clean, it's a, it's a clean ten, 10 tracks, which it, is nice. It does kind of flow like an album, and uh, you know, it's got some like filler on it, which is to be expected because it's a B-side collection. Yeah, and and yet and yet is is lacking some well-regarded b-sides of the era as well like it hasn't got agitated think... on it it's not got agitated on it and agitated's like the the b-side from this period but then i think that's i like i i don't know if they could do a third song like agitated on here there's two like it on there already yeah i know but and like but like, i didn't realize it was a soundtrack but but like i, I assumed that they had picked songs that fit together very well because they all do share a, a kind of a kind of atmosphere, a sort of haunted, sort of weird atmospheric. Sinister. Sort of. Well, yeah. Well, I, well I've, yeah, yeah. I've not seen it in years, but I imagine like Yes Please will be a montage of parties and right them them on stage. I, like you know, I've ca- I've not seen the the documentary in fucking forever. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like I imagine it's all gonna. I imagine it will maybe slot in a little bit better once we've watched the little doc. Or it Quite won't. possibly. I mean, I to be honest, right? It worked for me as like a ten-track album. It 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 actually kind of kind of worked. I uh, this was <laughs> this was a more interesting listen for me than Showbiz. I prefer this to Showbiz. I it's I think I would agree it's more interesting than Showbiz. I think the there's the the highlights of Showbiz are still higher than anything on this. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree with that. I would say, but I would say there is very little that is as whatever as sober and that other one uh you know escape or overdue escape or and something overdue. Yeah, yeah 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 one of That's those true. yeah, yeah. Oh. like there is there is a little bit of it but not yeah i would say nowhere near as much as but then and then obviously compare it to the origin symmetry it doesn't fucking even like uh, no. it doesn't even touch no. the sides it doesn't no. touch the sides of origin of symmetry it doesn't I mean, the real reason to own this at all is like, is disc two, which is, is like. I, mean, I thought this is, is it, disc two because if, if you've got this is disc one. Uh. <laughs> but if you've got the DVD, are you ever going to listen? I, I I have ended up listening to disc two more than disc one. I do, I'm not massive on listening to live. Oh, albums. I love it! I've it got, it, it shows them like they're like they're so like raw. 
Yeah, I mean, and they, they sound great. And it's an interesting selection of songs because if you I, and you probably haven't even looked at the track listing, Steve, but for, for a Muse live no. album, <laughs> for a Muse live album coming out after Origin of Symmetry, it doesn't include Plug In Baby, it doesn't <laughs> include Newborn, it doesn't include Bliss, which is actually like pretty weird, but yeah. does allow them to sort of focus on like the weirder, darker stuff. Which makes it almost like an odd document of them live at the time because it's not entirely accurate. It's not yeah. what their shows were like. Worth obviously pointing out to Steve that the 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 show did have those. They did not play them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just didn't. They release just, them just on the, the CD. The, the, the CD didn't have right. All of the tracks. I was going to say you'd be fucking livid if you went along to see this. At yeah. So Zellers, well, let's let's go let's go let's go in the wrong order. We've already done merch corner too early. Okay. So disc two, Steve, for your so is has got. For my Dead pleasure. Star has got Dead Star, Microcuts, yeah. Citizen Erased, yeah. Showbiz, yeah. Megalomania, oh. Dark Shines, yeah. Screenager, but played yeah. on the piano, oh. Space Dementia, this is... In Your World, mm. Muscle Museum, <gasps> Agitated. <gasps> which, to be fair, is not the singles. No, no, they're all the weird, long, proggy shit. That's cool. Yeah. That is cool. And it's almost like it's almost like they were trying to cultivate an image that is different to what their shows actually were. Yeah. Because it doesn't the live album doesn't feature any of those like bouncy kind of euphoric anthemic moments that, that which between that the shows all of the did. proggy weirdness there will be. Like they're yeah, yeah. like not indicative trying to trick of, of people any... into thinking they're Pink Floyd. Um <laughs> there is there is at least one song on here that is definitely that. The um also a, a little bit of great early 2000s trying to use the technology because it's there type thing is the the disc two CD has that classic feature where it's on Zoom. You, you start at track one, but if you skip back from track one, you go to you get a track zero. Yeah, yeah. What you want? You hold like, rewind. Cl- yeah, classic yeah, yeah. CD. Do you want to hear something weird though, Steve? That track yeah. isn't even by Muse. No. What? <laughs> it's by Tom. It's by the Tom more Hanks. you talk about Hullabaloo, <laughs> I just. It's it's what's he building by Tom Waits, which is used as you'll see. It's it's the intro to the gig. Okay, they, they use that. And you've they probably walk, heard that music. song before because it's very distinctive. Song, I mean, song is a bit of a. Oh, it's great. I love that is it song. A song. What's he building in? Yeah, there? Is it a song? Yeah, for sure. There's music as part of it. It's a song. Is there? It's by a musician. It's on an album called Mule Variations. Maybe does does the music kick in later on into the song that I would have no, not it's, heard? No, it's from very atmos- it's very atmospheric. It's like would you consider ambient music to be music? Not, I mean, you sent me an ambient playlist, and not all of it, even <laughs> not all of it necessarily is that close to being considered music. It is. It's all music. And what is, is music? Well, that and is something is that is. That music Do you know is. what? Someone one day should answer that question. Yeah, I know. Well, we'll Oliver, uh, is it Oliver Sacks? It might have been John Cale. It was one yeah, of that the was two. the guy who played. That was the guy who played Manuel. On a, <laughs> that's someone else, isn't it? Anyway, uh, Andrew Sachs. So, Andrew so, Sachs. Someone has a quote about um, music just being organised sound. That's mm. me. Mute notes in a row. I uh, know, but yours is no. notes. I said notes. Yours is notes because organised sound implies that it could also be field recordings and ambient noise. And is that music? To my mind, sound, yes. Sounds of the Body by Pink Floyd. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's got to be a limit somewhere, though. Think about the composition by uh... again. It's John Cale, isn't it? Um, And I I will think about what it's called. Is it four thirty-three? The one that's just silence. The music is whatever is happening in that space at the time that it's played. 
I hate that. I'm, 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 I'm really sorry. I like I like the idea, and it's art, because otherwise, Adam, some this art is music. I hate. Because I'm saying this is music, because I'm I'm going to put this to a CD. This is now music. I agree. Do I like it? No, but it's music. It's a why valid. Is it, why is it it's a valid composition. Here's a question for you though: Is Mumford and Sons valid music? Not anymore. Well, it never was, Steve. I'm willing Adam, to admit that, Adam, that you screaming into a microphone is music, but I draw the line at Mumford, uh, Mumford and, Sons. and Sons. I thought so. I I did want to be sure. <laughs> That's some shit in it. Oh yeah, I missed something, but I saw Adam tweeted yesterday about Mumford and Sons. It's one of them awful. Has mm. something have, has, has someone has someone else on this planet revealed themselves to be awful? We've known that for a couple of years though. They were photographed a couple of years ago with Jordan Peterson, that that right wing motivational speaker guy. I mean, they're obviously like. It's not surprising that Mumford and Sons are like right wing, is it? I know nothing about Mumford Mumford and Sons. Sons. I know nothing about Mumford and Sons. (laughs) Because they wear tweed. The biggest Tories that ever lived. I know nothing about them apart from they've got that song that goes down diggy down ding down diggy down ding down like yeah, probably. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. That's it, that's all Mumford and Sons. Are they the ones are they the ones that are they the ones that go eh, 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 no, that's someone else that's like... That's tedious, Bastille. It's Bastille. What we'll learn over time, Lucas, is that music is whatever you want it to be. <clears throat> um, okay. And so if it is, a, you know, someone says just be silent for four and a half minutes and whatever happens in that time is the music or is the performance, that's valid. You just don't like it. Do you think a lot of people would prefer if we were like, you know, a two-hour silence podcast? <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be music. And the, the podcast pop- is whatever they... You know, whatever's happening in the room at the time. I suppose the question is, is is this music? If we put a fucking banging drum and bass beat behind it, yeah. The, the podcast is whatever is happening in this, like, space of time. It just happens that we are talking about Muse and we're releasing that recording as a podcast. Yeah. The problem what with, is podcasting? The problem with music like that, that's, like, really trying to be, you know, that's, that's trying to make... It's, sometimes it just feels a bit forced in. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's that. I'm I'm gonna breeze past it because I think that's true. But I think <laughs> like we're talking about the Tom Waits thing, which is obviously an expression of something that he had noticed at the time. And like, I I really like the album Mule Variations, so I, I listen to it a lot. But the, the 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 like the creeping suspicion of suburbia and stuff like that, which then Muse have sort of co-opted for the beginning of their shows, just because it's. I well, mean, it has drums. The beginning of it their has shows normal... for one spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't done it since. But, but it has it has drums in it, and it has some sounds that are made by instruments. Oh, it does have drums, doesn't it? They're just, like, sloppy. So, of course, it's, it's music. I mean, uh, th- this is a period where Tom Waits was leaving, like leaning heavily into sort of jazz compositions and stuff. The problem is, Adam, is I just a second ago did a little, a, a clear... A clear segue into the first track and then yeah but we finally it. started talking about what music is yeah <laughs> i wanted to and, yeah. really revel in that we started <laughs> talking about like something interesting but we were like yeah there's not enough rosie and jim bits <laughs> there's not enough new york shit hey is there? tell you what we'll talk about we'll talk about tom waits on the next episode next week why 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 oh well, because we'll, we'll hear yeah we'll hear the song won't we um and it is a song, Lucas. And do you know what I'd... else is a song, Lucas? Song two. Yes. By Blur. 
But also, Lucas, what a else could be considered a song? Oh, a shrinking s- a universe. A song for departure. Ah. Uh, yep. Yeah. But Lucas, and what would be like a song that's like on uh, Hullabaloo by Muse? Oh, I see what you're trying to get me to do. Nature underscore one. <laughs> right, but, right, yeah. Play yeah, yeah. the track. But Lucas, <laughs> what is like a song that would be the first track of disc one of the CD release of Hullabaloo soundtrack by Muse? In the UK or in Japan? In the UK. <laughs> oh, well, that's, well, I'm not going to assume that because it could, if it's in Japan, it would be Shrinking Universe. Okay. But that's track two on the UK release. And what's the track before that on, on the UK release? Tom Waits. This whole, this, this whole bit feels really forced. In? Great. <laughs> it's, it's a really quiet intro. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So that, was, that was worth the big uh, Usually big we can go like right into it. And, yeah. There it is. It's taking a little while just to... What's the secret to comedy? Why is that? To keep scores. So, to those who didn't listen last season on B-side episodes, we have to uh, the the non-professionals among us <laughs> have to guess from what era the B-side is from. Now, now there's two last eras. Season, there was like it was like the whole first half of their career or their entire career. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's two albums to pick from. So even if you just guess. You're likely to get fifty percent right. Right. I still think I'm going to win. Yeah. Steve I, I was about to loses yeah. I was about to say, even if it's a fifty fifty percent guess, in my universe, that's ninety ten, isn't it? The odds are against you. Yeah. 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 So Steve, <laughs> the odds are against you in a 50-50 when, Obviously, last player. year this was this was me versus Steve, as Adam was the professional. And you might uh, say I, I got trounced. You might right. say I shat on his face. Yeah, and then and <laughs> then and that. then we did the game. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah. Lucas, are you keeping score then? I've got a little piece of paper, I've got a little column, and it says S and it says A. Steve, do you, stands, do you want to go first or shall Steve I go first? And asshole. Show, it's showbiz. Showbiz. I've also showbiz. said showbiz. Okay. Yeah. Because it's faffy bollocks. It's no piano, one of the weirder tracks they weren't allowed on the album, I reckon. Yeah. 
Uh, I agree. It's correct. Okay, cool. Right, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll tell you what we'll do, actually. I'll tell you what we'll do. Because we let's we need to like. Oh, we're going to make this here. guessing game more we'll exciting. Make it, we'll make it. We'll make it two points per track because you have to guess what single it was from. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ! Yeah, I let's don't... just do that, shall we? So that's one each. Though. I don't remember anything. That's not right. Well, there you go. Part of it's a, 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 a memory game. I'm just going to guess plug in baby for well, all this, of them and really fuck this up pen your smells delicious. life. Well, I'll win then, won't I? Yeah. Right. It's some showbiz. Steve, single. Um, Muscle Museum. Adam. Uno. Adam wins. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Right, Complete guess. Complete yeah. guess. Yeah. But do we get one point for the album? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What if you get the album wrong? Do you then have to guess off the wrong album and get it wrong? Yes. Oh, it's, no, it's interesting. <laughs> do you, that's interesting. If you get it wrong, do you still get an opportunity at the second point? All yeah, that stuff yeah, we should have done before uh, we recorded. Yeah. It's fine. No, no, no. Lots of on, on-air meetings. On-air yeah. meetings. <laughs> uh, I like this. Yeah, it's nice enough, isn't it? It's a good, yeah, got it's, a good it's, vibe. It's, it's a also good a good. Int- it's a good mood setter for the for yeah, the album. It's a good mood setter. I mean, it, it. I don't think it would be out of place on an album, but just as an interlude. You put it as track. It's eight, an interlude. Like track yeah. seven or something. It's not a hundred percent an instrumental, but it may as well be. Like he's not. He's not saying lyrics. He is. Oh, I mean, the he's lyrics not. are nonsense. Yeah, I he's going, them up and they're just... <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Um, I literally always remember this in my head as an instrumental. I'm like, there are two instrumentals on this album, yeah. but there actually aren't. It just seems like a little bit of an improvised jam of them kind of just, I don't know, doing something. I'm kind of into that. It's a bit, a bit sinister. It's quite it's cool. It's got that like haunted atmosphere thing yeah. that I was, I was talking about. Yeah. It's fine. And it's got it's a bit 90s trip hop. Do you know what it reminded? It reminded me of... Um, Teardrop. Misterons by Portishead. Oh, okay. So is that something about the Misterons? Oh, that So, so famously, you... the uh, in, in Captain Scarlet, um, I've got nowhere to go with this. <laughs> have, you, have you heard the song Misterons by Portishead? No, is it about the Misterons? Uh, I don't know. They put Misterons on stage when um, when they play it. What, cool. like the art, like the circle, the green, the green rings go like that's around the, the stage. Yeah, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. In my and, life. and it just reminded me of it. Hang on, have a listen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There I'm in. Oh, big time. Yeah. Oh, I really like this. Bit of a less, less, slightly less of a fan of because right. that's they, that's a they, very dated sound. Let's it say. is. I mean, this is 1994. I yeah, think that's peak scratching time, isn't it? But they sort of pioneered that the sound that we're hearing on on uh, on. Do you remember when bands like decided to like let's get a sixth member and it's just a guy on decks like DJ Lethal in Limp Bizkit? Did Limp Limp Linkin Park had one as well? Linkin right? Park did it. Limp Bizkit did it. Slipknot did it. Yeah. Right, Sid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. His name's Sid. I will yeah. say that that Portis said don't have a DJ in the band. Oh, that is just an effect they used oh. for that song. Lost Profits did it too. Did they? Yeah, in the first album, one of the the other the guy that the like extra was just like a guy. And how do you think he uh, he feels about being referred to as the extra one from Lost Prophets? <laughs> yeah, he's I probably mean, fine about that. He's probably, he's probably fine that yeah, no one remembers true. him. I mean, actually, yeah. in, ter- in terms of the, what his name associates. In terms yeah. of the, the 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 front men of that band, I would say he's the best one. Yeah, <laughs> sure. 
It's it's a it's a perfectly interesting song that I'm never going to listen to ever again. It's it has, a it, good start that yeah. I would put on my uh, a chill playlist. It's maybe. a very chill playlist, and it's not. Yeah. And it is not instrumental because it has lyrics. They're it just does. indecipherable, and Bollocks. might as well not be there. Might as well. <laughs> Are we talking Push about all in. of the muse's career here, or are we just talking about this song? I bet Push it's about in, sex. Into yeah, greed, force me in, into greed, squeeze me in, into greed. Ow. I don't ow. really... Break like... me in, ow. Push me in, into greed, force me in, into greed, squeeze me in, into greed. That's the whole song. I'm not happy with this song being about sex if it's called Forced In, but it does remind me of a I mean, funny it, pub it's, name. No, it's probably Portsmouth. not about sex because it's from the first album, which is about be, it's about breakups, isn't it? Endlessly. Yes. The second one's the one that's constantly about fucking robots. Is Endlessly on this? No, that's the next one, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. Steve did a little thing there. And he he did a thing. He knew about like that did song. A thing. Yeah. He knows that song as well, which is interesting. Yeah, I have heard well, music of the Ewan McGregor thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's just because of Ewan McGregor. Yeah, it's because yeah. Ewan McGregor played it. And as you'd like to announce here and now that next week we've got Ewan McGregor on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's now not we've true. To, we've, so we've got to follow through on that now. So Adam, who's yeah, working yeah. on their Scottish <laughs> accent then, guys? Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> Hello there. Oh, yeah, okay, we go. Yeah. yeah, okay, great. Forced I really like it. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's good. It's, a, it's I like the beats. I like the. T- 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 it's like yeah, trip hoppy. Yeah. You can hear a busy yeah, street m- in a background. That's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, all sort of like trip hop sort of stuff. Like, yeah, you're right, Steve. Like Massive Attack as well. Hmm. Who um, who are uh, really friends with Portishead? They're from the same area of the country. And cool. and surprisingly, considering it's a weird instrumental B side from 1999, like. Has seen its fair share of live use. Has it actually over the years? I've seen it live three times. Oh, that's consult, weird. Consulted the spreadsheet. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's they use odd. It, it. I mean, I mean, it's based. It's, I think it's Matt's piss break. Oh right, okay. Because Does he not play anything on it? Nah, he fucks off. Okay, so great. What about the lyrics? Does he take the microphone? Oh into, no, no, no. Into they don't the toilet. The, they, they don't. They don't do that. They he don't takes do the, the mic lyrics. with him. <laughs> Instead of hearing the street sounds in the background, you can just, just hear him hissing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he doesn't like sing. No, it's literally just the dong. Fair. I think Chris picks up a He's got to go have a rest like Mick Jagger did at Glastonbury. Uh, over the years, I mean, we'll see as we do the live DVDs, but you'll notice that they increasingly will always find a slot where there's some kind of jam that doesn't have to involve Matt. Yeah, I saw one. Uh, I remember one from the Glastonbury uh, twenty maybe sixteen set, where it, they ended up it being just just Dom and uh, Morgan. It didn't even. <laughs> it didn't even. I quite, I seem to remember that. I seem to remember that was actually quite cool. It was like a cool like drummy bit that was actually quite yes. Well, I suppose it would have to be if the drummer was still on stage. Yeah, because it was just good. the drummer and the synth it guy. Dom so just staring was, at the synth guy. Just it was going, heavily I don't know why I'm... drum and synth based. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I think it's it's a a piss break, and these days increasingly a costume change. Amazing, <laughs> oh, <God> of course. <laughs> yeah, Matt Bellamy's Lady Gaga. He's got to get into his next like costume and like. Get sure. his props and everything. Yeah. And I'm cool. all for it. That's what Nicky Wire does, isn't it? James in Bradfield does a couple of songs acoustically so that Nicky can get his skirt on. Yeah, that's true. He's already got yeah. a skirt on. What a different skirt. Different skirt. Yeah. <laughs> different tiara. Uh, 
I like this. It's really good. It's fame. It's yes, fame. I think it's a good a good start to I the think album. It's a, I think it's above fine. Okay. But below masterpiece. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Good. Somewhere in that bracket. Okay. Right. Mm. Sure. Mm. Mm. That bracket's little... quite. That bracket's quite big. <laughs> I realize. Yep. It's quite big. Oh, here we go. And it's big. And you know what else is big? He's talking about size. And that bracket bracket needs to be smaller, I think, because I did too wide. Disc one of Hullabaloo, the CD version. It's disc three, isn't it? Oh, God. <laughs> Shall I go first on this one for guessing? Steve, did you go first on the last one? How yeah, about did, yeah. maybe we change the rules already? One song okay, in. Okay, fine. And you guess, you guess your album and your single right off the bat. Okay. So I think it's Origin of Symmetry because it's got the arpeggiated synth. Yeah, yeah. And I think that I'll uh, just pick a single from uh, the the. Ooh. What was the first single from Origin Symmetry? Newborn. Is that is that a guess? Is the first single or is that your answer? Uh, no, maybe the first single was Plug In Baby. I'm gonna say Plug In Baby. Steve, same. You just gonna say exactly the same. Well, these are your rules, and I'm fucking. I'm getting around it. No, I'm gonna get. I'm right. gonna say. I'm gonna say. You know, I have got origin of symmetry, and I'm gonna say bliss. Adam, you should have stuck with new bond, mate. Oh, was but it is origin of symmetry. Uh, so that is uh, yeah. one for. Steve. I just assumed that. Uh, one wh- which one was the first single from Origin of Symmetry? Newborn. Was it? Yeah, was it? Hang on. Bugger. Definitely plug in baby. Hang on. Oh, I think it's plug in baby. I think it was. We did. It's not like we did a fucking two hour long episode about this. Like the, the very the texture, recently. The texture. The <laughs> texture of universe. <laughs> the shrink. Uh, the, the the texture of shrinking universe is such that it sounds like it was recorded alongside Origin of Symmetry. Like it was part of the pool of songs that they had. Hundred percent. It was, ab- it was so, absolutely considered to go on Origin of Symmetry. It yeah. Was, so it was, so it, it would was have, very much a. It a would have been on one of contender. the earlier singles. Yeah, is what I'm thinking because they had it ready to go. But I definitely had that like kind of arpeggio, the synths in it. Yeah, that that's definitely it's yeah. definitely an origin of symmetry error, um, and that was quite easy for me actually to kind of pick that out. Um, it's one of the more Muse titles I've ever seen so far. Shrinking <laughs> yeah, sure. universe about spiders, <laughs> right, Lucas? Um, it seems to be to me. Plug in baby was first. You are correct, and uh-huh. I'm shit. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, shrinking universe. <laughs> I'm, it, I'm just not good enough. <laughs> it seems to be about 
a breakup where like the person's losing everything in the world around them someone very self-centered in the middle of their own universe now it's like crumbling away it's that or it's like a very average rock song with some falsetto yeah i think it's about a shrinking universe yeah is the universe shrinking because of technology which they're obsessed with on oh, on that album maybe like oh no like, it's shrinking like, because like, like of the space whales because the universe is shrinking because of like email <laughs> yeah exactly like uh, i can email someone who lives in australia di- so. distances between us are closing due to the advent of communicative technologies yeah and so now you're a god of a shrinking universe oh yeah maybe i don't know i like this song it's pretty sort of standard verse chorus thing which i think is why like you were saying it was considered to go on origin of symmetry but then it's in this weird position where it's not strong enough to be a single and it's not weird enough to be yeah. an Origin of Symmetry album track. It would have been it's sort of it would caught have been in between a, those two places. If this had been on Origin of Symmetry, I imagine it would have made like most of our like low points just a nothing list. Not, not interesting enough, but yeah. not great enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, it is so, good. But, I like I like it, but I like it yeah. as a solid B side, not as something worthy of being on an album. You used yeah, the word B on the last season, Lucas used the word B side as such a negative thing, and you're like, Yeah, this is a real solid B side. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, like, <laughs> no, no, yeah, and there's a difference between a solid B side and absolute B side. <laughs> you're yeah, an absolute okay. B side. So, which so we'll, get is, we'll, we'll get to. We'll get to absolute B-side. We'll get to absolute B side material. And I don't think this is it. I think this is like the, I mean, the arpeggios. Yeah, I, the arpeggios are textbook muse. <laughs> Absolutely, textbook. Yeah. they're so te- they're like Bliss and Stockholm Syndrome, like the classic this era muse arpeggios. Yeah, mm. just he's got gets a synth out. He's just go just presses on that one key. Yeah, and it goes <laughs> and then presses up and goes. Is that an arpeggio? What you're doing there? <laughs> Yeah, arpeggios don't have to go up and then down. They can just go up or they can just go down. So can you, mate. Idiot. 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 Live, uh played <laughs> played like a played like a dozen or so times before Origin of Symmetry came out and then didn't get played when it didn't make it to Origin of Symmetry. Right, okay, because it was in the pool of songs that they yeah, were sort of. But it's not like it's it's not like it's like it didn't stick around. It's not one of those. Do they play all of these in the live DVD we're gonna watch? No. None of Honestly, them. So, I, I didn't say none of them. I mean, I've told you that I've seen Forced In three times. No, but it's not, the... on Hullab- not on Hullabaloo, though. What? <laughs> yeah, and also you weren't at Le Zenith in Paris. <laughs> was I not? <laughs> in, two, in 2001. Oh, I would have so, this I so this is the soundtrack to this live DVD. No, it's the soundtrack, it's the soundtrack to the bonus to the features, features, of, features the of the live DVD. Oh, Okay. Recess? Should we move on to recess? Sure. in my sleep. Awake to see you're never
didn't just cut before the good bit. <laughs> when it goes, does a little like little fill on the on the cymbals there. Yeah, uh, the drums are very very good on this song. Hundred really like um, percent. Like the rim shots on the snare, and then they're on the high. A lot of like a lot of offbeat. Yeah, like it's in four four, right? But it's just got a lot yeah. of like offbeat little. No, stuff going on. Yeah, he's just doing a lot of flashing. Silent, which means There's a lot of high hat work going on. It's an interesting song. It, it didn't From... go where I thought it was going to go. Oh, here we go. It's a song off of Steve. Off of Steve. Oh, Origin of Symmetry. What single? I instantly regret that decision. Uh, I don't know. What was. Uh, um, Plug in Baby. Fucking baby, Adam. I think this is showbiz because it's more faffy bollocks. And uh, uh, oh, uh, cave. Was that a single? I it don't was. Know. It was. Okay. Uh, Adam gets one point. Yeah. Excellent. As soon Good as I said it, I knew I was wrong. It was showbiz because I opened my mouth. And it well, was it's just. And it was often just, unintended. It's that standard showbiz sound of like flirting with weirdness, but never actually going the whole it's, way. It's on the weirder end of the spectrum for the showbiz era, though. Yeah, yeah. which it's is pretty just, not weird. But it's still weirder than like I would replace a fair few songs on showbiz with this. Ah, oh, really? I don't like this. This is not great for me. Matt's that, voice is really good, and I think I don't think the Spanish influence works here. Uh, it fits on this album because it has that like slow kind of haunted sort of thing and it's a nice resting space between Shrinking Universe and the next song which is you know both very high energy songs it's just that just complete filler even on a B-sides thing for me I, though I feel very oppositeness oh interesting think, what, yeah. what is it you're responding to it's just a bit more like it, I, th- I think it has shades of origin it's got the weird like it's not just that's like classic showbiz. That it's sounds not just, like something it's not they would like, do in Muscle Museum or something. Yeah, or no other songs on showbiz. Right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Because the other ones on, on showbiz are like Royal Canadian Blend. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got that with that little guitar part in Sunburn and on Muscle Museum mm. uh, and stuff like that. It's got yeah, a lot just... like whammy and slide and stuff like the solo whammy. later. Like, there's some like whammy later on in the solo and the whammy. Song. whammy. And like the bass is apparently played on an with an ebo. Whammy. Yes, yes, ebos are very cool. That's I don't really understand it. Steve, stop doing that. Whammy. So an ebo is a small little box that you put on the string, and it creates a little magnetic field that that keeps the string vibrating. Yeah, yeah. It's clever. Can you like tune it? Do you like what make you it like more or less magnetic? I guess to make it like sound different it, no just... It, it, it just gives you complete sustain on that string and you can use the string as you normally would you can fret right. it so you go, woo, woo. Yeah. Right, okay right yeah, yeah, yeah. usually used with a slide so that you don't get those harsh intervals Ooh. between frets or you do a fretless bass yes you could do you could do which i don't understand why you'd want a fretless like i feel like it's just making it harder for yourself the notes between the notes oh. but yeah. also I'm not good enough, and I'd, I'd I'd constantly play the notes between the notes when I'm supposed to be playing the notes. <laughs> you mean the wrong notes? Yeah. Well, you can get microtonal guitars now as well after the advent of uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. What the hell is that? Use, uh, so, like, 
it has frets in between where the frets should be. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard use a lot of micro tonality in their um, in their compositions. They're a rock band, Lucas. I know of King Gizzard and the yeah. Wizard Lizard, but I didn't know about microtonal guitars. Yeah, and well, Aphex Twin uses a lot of microtonal stuff, and he released a synth that you can tune each individual key to a different to to the notes between the notes. Yeah. Wow. If there was notes between the notes, wouldn't we just have more notes? Yeah, they're not really notes, I suppose. They're the frequencies between what we call notes. Although the notes between the notes are sharp and flat, aren't they? No, because those are individual notes. So why did we one day go A, A sharp, instead of going, well, that's B, and it just goes up to, like, M instead? Uh, That's very interesting. Um, It actually tells you in the book I bought you for Christmas... Oh. So cheers for reading that. Well, I haven't read it. I haven't read it, and in fact, instead, I've given it to my father-in-law to be. Oh, cool. to read. That's very nice. he'll, he'll, he'll actually read it. You, yeah, I didn't you re- read it. Regifted. I, I didn't regift it in like I like palmed it off as an actual gift I was giving him. I just went. I've been given this book. I'm not going to read it. Right. You okay. might read it because Adam, oh, that's devastating. Adam, you surely know that. You surely know that I'm not going to read that book. Yeah, that's just devastating and has cut me to my core. I can't. I mean, first of all, I can't read. There's that. Yeah, but I thought you could learn <laughs> by reading yeah. a really dry book about. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, have you worn much of your leopard print jacket or balaclava with your name on it? Since? I put them on every now and again, just while okay. I'm around the house, just to feel fancy. Yeah. Or yeah. when he's feeling a little bit, you know. When he's home, when he's when he's like the first one home, and he knows he's got like twenty minutes until she'll get home, he's like, "Madam, okay. Adam, in just I've got the time to like put myself just in the, the balaclava, balaclava, just and the balaclava, the leopard print jacket, yeah, and then just stand there, like, legs, uh, legs <laughs> well, really aggressively staring, and that's that's Adam's mating ritual. Wow, <laughs> we're just really getting into some deep stuff on this episode, aren't yeah. we? <laughs> Uh, I really like that song. I think, no, I say really like that song. I like that song, and I'd replace a handful of the more whatever tracks. Surely you think this is better than fucking. I, can't, I keep forgetting their names. Escape. Escape. I I don't remember that song enough to give you an accurate. Yeah, well, I couldn't tell you how it goes. <laughs> but I bet you'd remember this a bit more. I reckon in a month and a half, I won't remember this at all. I like, I'd like to see it live, but that's. I'd like to see it live, but that's probably because I just I haven't. Yeah, another little tick box in the spreadsheet. I need to yeah. collect. I need to collect. Gotta catch them all. Catch them. Catch them. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Pokemon. That's the poker rap from television series Pokemon. Oh no! They're just they're just looking at me, waiting for me to fill the silence with something. So I'm just going to keep doing the poker rap. It goes, uh, oh, I don't remember it. Steve, oh. Steve knows it. Steve's doing a face, which means he knows it. Nope. Adam, help with the poker rap. I don't know what you're talking about. You never saw the poker rap on like a, on, on like a CITV on a, or wherever it was on a, on a Saturday morning when you watch Pokemon. I didn't, I didn't used to watch Pokemon. You're a man who collects Pokemon cards in 2021. I would have thought you'd know the poker rap. I just like <laughs> collecting things. Why don't you collect human skin? Uh, why don't you collect analysis of tracks? With the next one being "Yes, Please" by Muse. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> great riffage. Great song from the era of Showbiz. From the single of I Muscle Museum. I believe it was my turn to go first. Adam, if you go first... Adam, you're going to win. It's fine. Don't worry about it. We, we, <laughs> we did this last season. It makes more sense for Steve to go first so he doesn't then get given the answer by the person who's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Showbiz End from the single of Muscle Muzum. Okay, and Adam? Uh, yeah, I think it's Showbiz because it sounds like a pre-Showbiz thing that's kind of been fluffed up into yep, a studio level. It sounds like... Level. A demo from the early days, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, the single, um, probably Sunburn. Two points for Adam. Uh, oh. One point to me, though. Great. Yeah, great. You get one whole point. Good. This you're song... Only, you're, you're only you're only 100% of the way behind Adam. That's fine. I've already accepted it. I've uh, realised I'm a loser in life and I'm just going to deal with that. This song kind of starts exactly the same as I'm Not Okay by My Chemical Romance. Adam, does do it? Wanna, do you want to just... Have, okay. you, have you got yeah. that? I mean, I don't have it, like, it's not part of my library, but... Is it not? Yeah, there you go. That, 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 now it's not. Ooh. Then it gets shit. Yeah, then yeah. It, oh, yeah, of course it does. <laughs> Save it. Save it for the My Come season. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, oh, I should add those to the spreadsheet. This is... spreadsheet. What, a potential album? A potential yeah, artist? A potential artist. I think yeah. we talked about the idea of Mike doing My Chemical Romance. I think My Chemical Romance are far more interesting than you think. Like, uh, yeah, no, I'm aware of how interesting they are. Uh, yeah. My girlfriend is a, a Michael Romance stan. I would yeah. say she has I... an action figure of Frank Iero. Cool. I really like the, that's I really, really cool. <laughs> I really like the bit where the lead singer wanted to. Oh, I love Poppy. looking like he had cancer, but his way of doing that wasn't to shave his head; it was to dye it all blonde because he didn't have the balls to shave his head. Wanker. Ooh. But then what they did after <laughs> that—that that whole that, thing really annoyed me. That whole thing really annoyed me. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah. 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 Good riff. Good riff on Yes, Please. It uh, is a is a riff. riff. Which I is imagine... really lucky because the whole song is basically just about yeah. Th- yeah. this is the that, riff that This is written. the riff. I mean, yeah. this song this song is Agitated's sibling, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. This isn't yeah, yeah. yeah, I put as a song this isn't this isn't really a song. But I don't it's mind a, it's it. A riff. Right? It's yeah. a riff. Yeah, yeah. It's got lyrics. It, yeah, but it's a riff. Yeah, and I bet they they whip this riff out in between songs live, don't they? Steve, yeah, completely right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, they, I knew I was because no one gives riff. a shit about like the the, the 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 kind of chorus or the bit where Matt's singing got the one. verses. Uh, they want they want the riff. They have played yeah. it in like the fan the like the the here's something for the fans spot a few times in recent years. Like actually played the full song. Does he like scream oh. live and stuff as well? Because like he's basically screaming. It's pretty cool. It's heavy as he, fuck. Uh, actually, funny enough, he a few times didn't. Just I didn't. think he relies heavily on the distorted microphone I, I, effect. Yeah, yeah, I do agree. But he, he definitely really, is yeah. doing a bit of it in that. But the, uh, what a demented bass sound! Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's so uh, slappy. It's not uh, slap bass, but it's slap close. Yeah, exactly. yeah they, they don't. They don't yeah. discover slap bass for a few more years. Oh god, I remember the slap is, bass. Is oh, yeah. Oh, that, oh, right. Okay, I thought you meant. I thought you meant in musical history, <laughs> slap bass hadn't been invented for years I've after heard some slap after Hullab- No, no, no. <laughs> Muse invented slap bass. 
Um, I'm excited to hear them whipping out some slap bass. Though That's they cool. use it in a way that you wouldn't expect. It's actually one of my favourite muse. Like they use it quite a lot. In Does he slap? Oh, do they? I'm the thinking bass? of one specific example. That's interesting. Which, which one? Bass. I'm. Bass. Steve won't remember this. I'm thinking of uh, undisclosed desires. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, great riff. The thing about the great riff. It's a great riff. And the thing about this song is mm. great riff. Great yeah. riff. When uh, I think about this got... riff, it's great. 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 Yeah. Great. It has got lyrics. It's about Matt's old drug dealer housemate in Tinmouth that we talked about like oh. a number of episodes ago. Great riff, though. Great riff. Um. Yeah. It sounds. It's apparently. It's uh, quite similar. The riff. The the riff. The great riff. It's quite similar to Freedom by Rage Against the Machine. Oh, is it? Which is unsurprising because this sort of Freedom. Yeah, so the outro riff, right, where it goes... Yeah. Freedom. Yeah. And you can really feel the like the anger from Della Rocha through Steve. A lot of energy in this version. I think I think this is a good uh, good 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 song. Uh, it's sort of um, it's it's it is obviously based around that riff, and is that is a trick that they kind of did with Agitated, and they do later in a in a like a track on this thing. But it works best. Map of your head. <laughs> it works best for for yes, please. I think the the it's like as much as I love it, and I love it, and it's like a bit of a fan fave. It is also has no business being on an album, though. Really, does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's no, not substantial enough. It's yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a really great B side because it's got a great riff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it has, something you'd go like, "Did you know that Muse have done a song like this?" And then that that person goes, "Oh, wow, that's that that's weird." Then no, no, that's that's sort of it, isn't it? The novelty's worn off a little bit. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's just it's just a town in Northwest Wales. Bangor. Uh, Guys, yeah, it's a town in Northwest Wales called Bangor. Bangor. And I don't know where quite, that is. How would yeah. how would I know how to get there? And that's quite similar. What? Yeah, how would he get? You'd Bangor. need a map. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, please. Oh wait, am I playing? Yes, please. Or am I playing? <laughs> what am I playing? Play the play. Uh. uh, uh Math of your head. Okay. <laughs> well, we're not very good at this podcasting thing, are we, guys? <laughs> really bad. Really Real bad. sloppy air. This episode, especially. Their language confuses like 
quite like Map of Your Head by Muse. Do you know what? I, I weirdly remember this as, like, I was quite excited to get to this because I weirdly remember it as, like, an absolute standout and an old favourite, which is weird because it's very shit. <laughs> <laughs> Speak on that. Well, I remember really liking it. I don't know. But the lyrics are just such, like, pseudo-intellectual bollocks well, that's no. muse no well, that's true but also i don't think muse do twee very well i mean now listen, we know and, my feelings on twee and this is very fucking twee but it's also the only example i can think of them actually doing twee yeah, which is now, why so i don't mind it i kind of write it off as an interesting experiment that they decided to never well, yeah, do it's, again. It's, it's it's nice that they've done a song like this like it's nice that there's they've got that Maybe, in, the, yeah. in the in the in the pantheon i mean before we go on much further just uh the most important order of business is uh what album and what single steve showbiz mm-hmm. what singles are there just a name a song from showbiz um name a more memorable song from showbiz is it darker shade of blue by steps is it the b-side oh, interesting that? so that's what he's going for interesting yeah so it'd be, okay. it'd be weird to be honest steve if they did put it as a b-side it's not well, am I right, it's outside of the realm of possibility okay. adam I think this is the sound of a band exploring what they want to do, and that seems more in line with the sessions from Origin of Symmetry. So I'm going to say Origin of Symmetry, but I don't know what... If they're exploring, then I imagine they've had it in the vault for a little while, because it wouldn't have been a contender for the... Newborn. Two points for Adam. <laughs> oh! oh! Adam's so, learned how to Ad, use Adam's, Google. Adam's so good at Fuck this. Adam, off. Adam's I know. Like, Adam like thinks joking. about whether he thinks that they had it in the bank before the album sessions because that means it's more likely to reach this is the difference, an Luke, earlier B-side than, than a later one which might have been recorded after the fact. Like Adam really... As if I haven't it. written all of this three hours before we recorded today. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Now, saying um, that, you were talking about lyrics and, you know, um, no, so it's I, I'm sick of feeding my soul to people who never know just how purposeless and empty they've grown because their language confusings like computers refuse to understand how I'm feeling today. Now, to me, this song could be translated as a commentary of social media, seeing as everyone's, on li- everyone's lives on Instagram, making you feel jealous or unhappy with your own life and how posting pictures of your own life, trying to make it seem like you're just as happy and successful with those people like is, is really just making you sounds feel like worse. reading. It's that, or you realise Instagram wasn't around back then, and actually it's just a little pleasant mm. B-side by a band from the southwest of England called Muse. It's it's one of those. Could be either. It's um it's a lovely little hangover song. You know what I mean? I this do, would be I, nice I think, to listen to if you had a hangover. Maybe I think the image that I get of Matt writing it is that of a a bit of a twat. <laughs> where like because because the lyrics are such as they are i imagine him wearing like quite a quite a, a billowy white shirt <laughs> and he's like sat under a tree writing it in a notebook. is he also wearing white linen trousers and no Maybe, no, no yeah. shoes is and he socks just, are you saying he's dressed like a manic from the front cover of this is my tree yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah. and he's wet himself <laughs> I think this is fairly interesting. The guitar part like feels like it's literally looped rather than, than playing it, which which it sounds really like it's like a needle getting nice. stuck on a record. I thought that was interesting. I like how the vocals do seem like he's singing it live because there's that bit in the second verse or so when he, he says, "I saw a liquid control," and then he goes, 
swallows. Yeah, and I've literally that, like, got that written down. I think you hate. So yeah, I knew you'd hate that. Do another take. No, oh, I like it. I, I like don't it. think it's. I don't think it's a take thing. I think it's intentional because it happens three times in the song. Not as obvious. No, I think he did. One thirty-one, one thirty-five, and three o four. No, different lines. I think he did one take of just singing it all the way through. They knew it was a B-side, and they were like, yeah, leave it there. I'll play the first and one. And during that one I'll take, he the... really needed a drink, like he was really dehydrated. I'll, I'll play the first one, hang on. Yeah, go on. One one. I saw a liquid control that gives oh, life oh, to oh, us. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it really kind of... <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> some, people, some people don't <laughs> like that. <laughs> that life gives us... <laughs> 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 Imagine if live he did that. I'm sick of feeling myself. What? <laughs> just do another take. Or just snip it out. Quickly edit that a little bit out. Let's talk about intentionality in music, actually. Because, you know, uh, Steve, you were saying there's no way it's intentional. And Lucas, you were saying it might be because it happens three times. I think that it maybe wasn't intentional, but then the decision to leave it yeah. in yeah, it is intentional. intentional. Yeah, because there's no way you don't notice it. Yeah. Yeah. So is, is that something that's intentional or something that's not intentional? Well, it's intentional, like you say, even if it was unintentional, even if it was an accident or not an accident. It was an intention to leave that taken. They kept go, it in because they, wanted, they obviously on. wanted it to sound like raw or personal right off the, so the intention was off I the cuff I quite liked that I don't yeah. like the <laughs> half of the song now <laughs> the whole all of the vocals on this I can fairly like don't really I'm not that fussed on yeah the whole really, all of I, them yeah. but I really like mm. the riff I think it's a really nice yeah. pleasant little riff <laughs> and the little and the little is it a xylophone or is it a, a, a piano I guess going What is it? Piano? Xylophone? Glockenspiel? Uh, I think it's a guitar. Oh, really? What going? I think it's tremolo, tremolo picking on a guitar. It yeah. doesn't sound like mm. a string, though. It sounds like a, 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 a. We're simply no way of finding out. There's no. We'll never know. We'll never know. In fact, I won't because I simply will never listen to this song again. I don't think. Oh yeah, I'm never um, listening to Hullabaloo again until we, <laughs> until they play these all live. And we watch the DVDs and playing all these live. No, but yeah. Steve, they do a, they do another live DVD later in their career called Hullabaloo Two Electric Hullabaloo. Okay, Hullabaloo. <laughs> Hullabaloo Electric Hullabaloo. Hullabaloo. And and Baloo that, from Jungle that, Book. Is and that there. is a that is a live version of all of the tracks off of Hullabaloo, and the and soundtrack to that <laughs> the bonus features of that DVD is the B sides from the Second Law era. So what's the DVD where they it is Hubba Hubba Baloo and it's Baloo the Bear from Jungle Book really horny on stage? No, Hubba Bubba Baloo is the one where Baloo oh, the Bear yeah. is yeah, yeah, yeah. chewing gum. Yeah, got it.
We were talking over the song there about the fact that it pans off to one side. Is that something? That's something. It's got one of the instruments hard panned to one of the... Is that the most interesting thing about the song? Yep. I think it is. I think yeah. it might be. I think it might be the most interesting thing about this absolute B-side. That yeah, in that fact, instrument that has been fact, panned. It's a C-side. Oh. oh, what like with your bucket and spade? When's it from? When's it from? What album? What's the single? It's Showbiz and Muscle Museum. All every guess for Showbiz is Muscle Museum because I can't remember any of the singles of it. I think I've literally got Showbiz written down. I'm going to go with Muscle Museum as well. Um, right. Unfortunately, neither of you get a point. Oh, so it's some Origin of Symmetry. It's some Origin it? of Symmetry. It's some Plug-in Baby. Except it was also on the Newton Abbott demos. Right. Okay. No, so no, it's that's yeah. Fine. It's definitely no, it's definitely a so song. It, from... it is early. You yeah. are yeah. right to go earlier. Yeah, because it's crap. Put, but then when it came to Plug in Baby, they went, we need a B-side. And they went, there's that one from the Newton Abbott demos. Let's re-record I do have, quickly. I will say, I do like the Spanish sounding sort of flamenco-y type guitar that's yes, going on. Yes, I and think that, that that is yes. more successful here than it is on Recess. Yes. Now that was hard panned. And for whatever reason, we didn't actually hear that. <laughs> yeah, all, yeah, yeah. all we had was drums and vocals. And uh, it does absolutely nothing for me. And I just switched off. Yeah, I same. I mean, it's same. got the standard... Bellamy lyrics about you know like something that might be interesting but he uh quote unquote cleverly disguises it by making it seem like it might also be about a relationship right I, I that's sort of his mo what is yeah. it about well it's not really about anything is it but but it seems like it might be about something but it also it might be about a relationship there's a you there's a lot of you yeah so that yeah it's got to be I, someone and that someone's probably an ex-girlfriend well, i tell I you suppose what if, if this is an early song i mean that's what we said about showbiz wasn't it that a lot yeah. of the lyrics were like i genuinely shit. um because i didn't have a lot to say <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean Muse, i mean muse wiki someone on muse wiki has put in the effort of putting in six different interpretations of the song oh. bloody hell i tell you what because i didn't have a lot to say about nature underscore one yeah, um, which was originally called "Natural Disaster," which is, I mean, that's the line. Is it supposed to be like "Natural One"? No, it doesn't sound like that. No, I think um, it's. I think it's the file name. Yeah, I think it's the, I, yeah. I think they thought it'd be cool <laughs> yeah. to make it like the file name of this the song, is mix one "Natural yeah. Disaster," which <laughs> because, was what it was called on the Newton Abbott demos. Because I didn't have a lot to say about it, I looked up the lyrics. Like, oh right, there'll be something I can talk about in there. No, no, no. Is it something that he's? He, I like that he says "disaster" instead of slipping into the. Stepping into the trap that some Englishmen would do when singing, which is to say so disaster. Well, some the, people say the, the transatlantic Tom York effect. Some yeah. people say disaster in England, Lucas. Yeah, I know, but but he's not someone who would. It's very right? uh, south of England. You. It's uh... interesting actually because he is from the West Country, but I don't, I don't mm, think uh... Matt Bellamy <laughs> is someone who would say disaster. He does it. He does it a lot on uh, map of disaster. <laughs> does he? Yeah. But then again, he's not. He's from London, isn't he? Like he moved to Tinmouth. Oh, did he? We did. I think we did learn that. Oh, uh, yeah, but I, but I cut it out because it was boring. I think Adam cut the bit actually <laughs> when he talks about where they come from. <laughs> it's good to have it brought up again. So, yeah. So we've definitely got it on one of the episodes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't give a shit about this song. It's. A, I'd even it's go as far as to say, don't care if I don't see it live. Don't need to tick it off the list. Wow. Oh, wow. bollocks. Bollocks, Lucas. No, I mean, yeah. obviously, if I, obviously, if I saw it live, I would be like, whoa! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, it's rare. Whoa. It's like getting a shiny in your pogs, but it's not. 
<laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, next song. Yeah, I just can't like this. So this one, similarly to uh, uh, Shrinking Universe, was like in the running to be included on the album, which is fucking mental. Wait, Can you imagine what? Origin, Origin of Symmetry. symmetry. Can you imagine no. if they'd put this no, no, on no, Origin no, of no, Symmetry? No. Adam, no. This how is... much of a fucking got this really interesting great album and then you just slap in this like absolute middle of the road. Adam, do, 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 Adam, do you know what made me yeah, please what? this instead of feeling good how do you feel about that? I Anything in, in there you go. Good. The, the death rattle of my only child instead of feeling good. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> fucking hell. No, <laughs> the thing that made me think this was from Showbiz is that there's not a lot of acoustic guitar on Origin of Symmetry. Yeah. So it just it, Screen Ages got some. That's I think that's it, right? Like it would have yeah. stuck out like a sore thumb or a sore but, bum. But speaking of acoustic guitar, what are you talking about? <laughs> right? I think he was gonna. Oh. No. What? <laughs> Sore bum. Stick out like a sore bum. Like well, well, it's acoustic. Adam, play the clip. It's acoustic compared to. So what? So well, this should, is. Do you want to do guesses first? Let's do. Oh, fine, let's do guesses. Okay. Album, because I so. I had assumed that this was exclusive to this album, as a way to shift units. But is it actually a B side? No, had it been this is off elsewhere? of. No. Okay, so the the non-acoustic version of Shine is a B side to what? Oh, okay. Origin of Symmetry. And I'm gonna we're say single, feeling good. Cool. All right, Adam. Uh, and it's great right, you're having so, to guess before you've heard the track in question. Well, well, this is the thing. So my guess was was actually that this was a B side, and like if the, if this was a B side, it would be from Origin Symmetry. It had to be because it's an old song reworked, so it would have to be a later day B side. Um. But if you're asking me when Shine... So, so, so Showbiz. Yeah, Showbiz Muscle Museum. For, for the original Shine, I guess, if that's what we're doing. So 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 Steve gets a point. Okay. The original Shine was the single to... The B-side hyper, to... Hyper, oh, B-side to Hyper Music no, Feeling uh, Good. Uh, yeah, oh, Hyper Music slash Feeling Good. But there was two... So Steve gets two points, right? 
No, because he, he that's he what said, he said. He said plug-in baby. No, I did no, not. No, he didn't. Absolutely did not. I said no, feeling. He didn't. There he gets two points. Closing the gap. Ooh. <laughs> so, did, so, so did this you, was... Did neither of you get the last one right? Neither of you got it right, did you? No. Oh, yeah. I'm finding it hard to care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, let's play, let's let's play shine. Should we play okay. shine? Okay. All right. Okay. This, this is a weird situation. You, you're such a big star to me. You're everything I wanna be, but just stuck in a hole. And I want you to get out. I don't know what there is to see. But I know it's time for you to leave We're all just pushing along Trying to figure it out Out, out, out All your anticipation pulls you down When you can have it all You can have it all It's interesting that they've changed the lyrics, melody yeah. and chord progression of the song It does sound very it's different, weird. doesn't it? It's, and also it's, managed to release it before the original It's because it's acoustic that's where it's yes. got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an acoustic version. I think we've already talked about Take That, but are they the only man band that exists? Man band, yeah. They're definitely the most successful because like, Backstreet Boys have had a bit of a comeback, haven't they? And Boyzone have had a bit of a comeback, kind of like... Well, Backstreet, to, uh, Backstreet Boys had a comeback success. in the middle of their career when they were back, all right. Which is That's weird, true. Isn't it? That's yeah. when they came back. So they've, yeah. had, a, I, they've had a re-comeback. Okay. Have, well, you, say Boyzone, you say Boyzone and Backstreet Boys have done it. Well, I, this is the first I'm hearing of it. So is exactly. it that successful? Because exactly. So it's not as successful as the Take That. Also, Take, uh, that, take like, that version. did their last show six times as well. Like, So they've had so many comebacks. Yeah, that's also true. And they've had Robbie come and go. There's only three of them now. Ah, they'll do it again. But yeah, com- this version sounds completely different on the one yeah. on Hullabaloo. Well, how about you play this other version as well? There's a third version of Shine. Okay. I've sent you. Why don't you play oh, that? Oh, you've sent me. Okay. Yeah, why don't you play that one? <laughs> you, you're such a big star to me. You're everything I want to be. That sounds the same as, as the second version. Okay, I, I think I said, might have sent you a four as well. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, here we go, here we go. Oh, here we go. to say that that sounds pretty acoustic already yeah it's, it, go go further the, okay. it, the first half is just like a bit less acoustic but still mostly just acoustic right okay but then later on it 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 does let's hang on i'm, I'm at 157 that feels like it might be a good good amount of time in it's gonna be like yeah <laughs> You're such a big star to me. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> uh, always 
This is still not that <laughs> on acoustic. <laughs> Keeps going. Right, okay. Okay, yeah. So that's Shine. I much prefer the acoustic version. Yeah, same. The first version's just kind of like a, your standard B-side, right? Like, Yeah. And it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a B-side. And, and that, so that version is the single to, the, the B-side to Hyper Music Feeling Good. And this Shine acoustic is technically not a B-side. I've just realised something very stupid I've just done, okay? We were listening to that version of it, and I said yeah. out loud then, you probably won't hear it in the, in the edit, I've, I've heard, heard this before. It's because I've heard Shine Acoustic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, that's yeah, what we were yeah. doing, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what I don't like about the acoustic version, if we're calling it that, even if they're both acoustic. Well, no, they're not. We just heard the second half of it that's less acoustic. There's a lot of... more acoustic guitar than I was expecting from a music acoustic song. There's so many... There's so They're much... acoustic versions. Yeah. There's so, there's so much water... There's and a lot of yeah, water. rain. It's a and... very wet, damp song. Well, there's a lot of rain. Yeah. And also, is do I hear that like rain percussion instrument that you had in primary school that goes... Uh, how do you I know that I so. had that one? How do you know that I had that one? <laughs> did, oh because God. you went to a primary school. I did, yeah. And they all had... And they all also it's had something that. I don't like to talk about, have, but yeah, I did, They all did, had yeah. the fish as well, right? The fish, it goes... Yeah. And it was red one end and green the other, and it kind of blended. Classic. Absolute classic double ender. This is a very sad song, I think. Like it's talking about wanting to go back when things were good in like in a relationship and stuff. Absolutely, Steve Bates. Yeah, but no, not not in a same. Style. That's the same as all of his lyrics. I guess it's just so. The but same lyrics again. It stood out. Like no, no, I don't. It's not Steve Bates at all in terms of like. It's not talking about a uh, a beach and a sunset when w- things were mm. different in the nineties. But no, it's 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 more just quite sad about how. Things used to be good in a relationship, and can't we just go back, please? And it, it, you know, the lyrics kind of quite interesting to me a bit. Maybe it stood out uh, against I, the music. I, I think that that is all that that's all of Matt Bellamy's songwriting, but with with exceptions on Origin of Symmetry, that is almost all of his songs can be interpreted that way. I just think that this is one of the few times that the sadness of the lyrics is matched by the sadness of the music. Yes, thank you. That I'm glad you're here, Adam. <laughs> Imagine because... this podcast without Adam. Well, there wouldn't be one for a start. <laughs> yeah, neither. I, neither I what a world! I like this. It's it's really pleasant and has a nice haunted yeah. sort of atmospheric energy to it. Yeah, it's it's nice. Yeah. Like again, it's one that when you when you think about it being a soundtrack, which we have to keep going back to, that it is actually yeah. a soundtrack. It yeah, is yeah. it is kind of appropriate. It's a bit more. What's it the soundtrack to? I actually can't remember at this point. Uh, die, hard. The die Hard. Bone Die Hard. It's yeah. the soundtrack to Die Hard. Got it. I'm with you. Oh. I'm with you. I got it. It's, it's great. Yeah, I like it. It's not great. I said it's great, but it's not. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I prefer I prefer this. I don't know, actually. Do I prefer the electric? No. The electric one, whilst probably a bit more fun, is just a standard. Oh, Rocky. this is so much better than the rock standard well, rock B side. No, no, it doesn't sound like not, Rocky. It doesn't sound like Rocky. Uh, next song. Yeah, <laughs> I've given up on segways now. Yeah, 
Next. Bong. Yeah, oh, good. The bass. I really like the bass on this one. It's just like, just fun. Can we stop Don't talking? Like let's just get down to fucking the the main thing here, and that's the game we're playing. Oh yeah, of course. Because I just want to get my loss out of the way. Oh, of course. I completely forgot. This to wrapped up in the bass is I uh, Origin of the Symmetry. And what single is it from Origin of Symmetry? Was Hyper Music and Feeling Good separate? Even well, there was two separate releases with different B sides on. Wasn't yeah, there? well, one it's, was. It's the same, same release, same release. Yeah, it's just they swapped around the order of the first, the primary tracks. It, can there be more than one B side? Yeah, yeah this yeah. was on the, the Hyper Music Feeling Good one. Interesting. Adam okay. Scott Glasspool. Uh, showbiz because it sounds like another one of the sh- the pre-showbiz demos sort of worked up um obviously he's one obviously he's one two, two points, points to adam there. yeah great two points to adam yeah. there. they had they had it knocking about in the vault so they stuck it out on the yeah. on the, one of their first singles yeah well, I would very say good if yes please and agitated are our siblings this is probably their cousin Okay, yeah, <laughs> Quite, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's very yeah. good. That's yeah. a very good way of putting it. Really it's good, actually. It's fine. Uh, this riff is not as good as the Yes Please riff. No, that's why it's the cousin. It's a bit but the less. song operates on the understanding that, that it is. Like, the riff is the star, and really it's fine. The riff's Possibly not the least great. interesting thing I think the, on I think Color the, Blue. I think the bass riff is the star. Yeah, but that's playing the same riff. Uh, I disagree. Dum, I think dum, it's... Dum, ba, dum, dum, dum. That's the whole thing all the way through. It's just... It's just makes me want like... My head. The end riff is cool, but it can't rescue yeah. a dull well, do, song. Do, 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 yeah. do, do. So that riff uh, has been used for the to this day for the rest of their career. It's probably time like mo- immemorial. It's probably like their most <laughs> isn't it? Time immemorium. It no. is. Yeah. Nope. Um, I <laughs> think it's probably like their most used jam at this point. Immemorial. They, like, they, they use it as an outro to like Showbiz, Newborn, Stockholm Syndrome. They just stick it at the end of songs and and rock out to it that outro. And it fucks. It's time immemorial. Get fucked. It is. It is time immemorial. Steve's, I'm on, his, it now. Steve's on his phone. The song. I is, mean, yes, is, is, <laughs> Lucas. Is, you spent the last fine. season on Google because we can hear you typing. That's on my computer in front of me. It's not my phone. The kids it's... these days are always on their phone. Oh bloody! Phone children, days. children on their please. phones these days. Yes. I wonder how I would feel about this song versus Yes Please if they were swapped around in the track listing on this one. 
Oh, okay. Like if I heard Ashamed first and then got to Yes Please at track eight, Would I wonder yeah, if I'd go, oh, another. this is this is just like Ashamed. Maybe. Yeah. No, but you'd be like, it would be better to have the better riff at the latter half of the album, I reckon. That would be interesting. Um, yeah, maybe. I think the star of this is Dom's drumming. Like, he's got some lovely floor tom work in this song. Mm. Um, Dom's toms. Is that yeah. something? Dom's toms are the bombs. It's bomb. something you've said. Steve. It's just, certainly what, some just, words that you've said into I your did, mic. I did just say those words just then, didn't I? Dom's toms. Yeah. Floor doms. Lyrics are seemingly about Steve's girlfriend. What? Well, they're about someone who's like ashamed of their relationship. Brilliant. <laughs> Fucking hell. Hi, Hannah. Thanks Absolutely for listening. Slam. Um, yeah, I know. I really like it. But for the same reason that I really like Yes, Please, which is just it fucks and I'd like Sure, yeah, it's like a bouncy fun song. Did you say it was spooky? I think it's a bit spooky. But it's nowhere near as spooky as the next song. <laughs> oh. A bit more sp- I mean, it's the- I wouldn't say the next one's spooky. It's almost like... Oh. This is like the soundtrack to a haunted house. Yeah, Lucas, my first word here is spooky in caps. <laughs> in my a, notes. My, f- a- my first word here is the gallery. Oh, yeah, I've done that. Oh, yeah, that's the TM. Sounds a lot yeah. like a theremin. Yeah, really like I've put theremin yeah, sure. question mark. Yeah. So yeah, thanks, definitely. Adam. Haunted house music. Yeah. And I really love the uh, the offbeat, distorted drums that only work properly when the drums are actually there. Yeah. So that they have some like fun like playing about with that. Yeah, it's that kind you, of. So, so you like the drums, and the drums only work when the drums are there. There's a distorted. <laughs> what drum drums part. work when the drums aren't there? <laughs> There's a distorted drum part that where the snare is on the offbeat. And so you take away the, the, the clean drum part and it sounds really odd. It, it's got a little they bit do, of that. And they do it at one point, don't they? They do remove yeah. that at one point. Yeah, yeah. It sounds really neat. Tapa, tapa, da. Yeah. It's, got, yeah. it's almost got that kind of trip-hop thing from the 90s going on again with the drums. And I really... Yeah, and for it, sure. But it, like and again, it's in. like... Yeah, exactly like Forced In. I, I kind of see them as similar. But this I prefer is... this. I think this oh, is better. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. This is, this is better than Forced In. Yeah, because uh, there's no lyrics to detract from the experience, so that's good. And there's obviously deep, meaningful, and audible lyrics in Forced In. 
Yes, and, exactly. <laughs> and, and whilst Forced In was a B-side for Uno, mm-hmm. the gallery was a B-side for... What? Dos. I think this is, uh, again, it feels like exploratory, so I'm going to say it's Origin of Symmetry, but I think it was probably... I've got no idea for single. There's one we haven't said, I think. Uh, Bliss. I don't know, Bliss. Yeah, I was going to say... It, can you say it right? Bliffs. Better. Um, Steve? I was going to say Origin of Symmetry, Bliss. What a surprise. Right after Adam says it, I wonder what he would have said if you hadn't gone first. You would have said Showbiz, and he would have said... Muscle <laughs> Museum. Museum. <laughs> <laughs> well... Well, great. That doesn't do anything to the scores because you both get two points. It still no means Adam's way. winning. Was that right? That was right. I don't Gallery like this. Uh, this the... Extra, the, the adding of uh, which single is it is something that I can't actually consider and it's really winding me up. Yeah, but yeah, so also, nice you are. One, you're okay. doing quite a good job of considering it by thinking about like, <laughs> was it one they had in the bank or was it maybe one they worked on a bit later? You're Look, putting more yeah. thought into it than... than Certainly I would, or... I mean, Steve doesn't think. I don't think. Oh, that's not fair. Um, I'm now wondering True. if this... <laughs> could this... Could this have fit on the album somewhere? Would that have made it too long? Like, I like the or idea of being... Of symmetry. I like no, the idea of being an instrumental break somewhere. and But also, um, it really fits on something that you must remember is a soundtrack. Yes, of course. So you mean you'll see the soundtrack? This, this but they didn't. The... They didn't write this song for Hullabaloo. Shut up! <laughs> yeah, shut up, Steve. This oh, okay, is... shut up. I'll just shut, shut up, up on your own <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this um, this actually is the the this is the the soundtrack bit to the like. There's a section on the on the DV of them doing the photo shoot in the costumes that Adam loves. Right. And it's them frolicking in their costumes, doing photo shoots, and it's with this track in the background. So oh, wow. You can oh, ruin that's that. made this, oh, that's really ruined this song You can for ruin me. the track when you see it alongside the costumes that you really hate. I don't think it would fit on Origin of Symmetry. It's I'm trying too, to think where it would go. It, it's too, like... I was offering up an idea. No, absolutely, but I'm... And I'm, and I'm because we... You know, we're I think communicating we've, with you on that idea. I think we've officially struck off Feeling good is is officially not on that album anymore because no, we it is correct. Said it. It is no, officially on the album. No, 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 like no, no. Because we released that um, like podcast episode. It's 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 physically not on there anymore. It's actually been yeah, like, magnetically weird. removed. Really weird. The internet. <laughs> but it wouldn't. It would like this no. is way too like serene and gentle to fit anywhere on Origin. I would have thought. Ah, I just like I just like a little. I like a little instrumental break on the album sometimes. I tell you where you put it. Put it. You put it as a bonus track after twenty minutes of silence. Yeah, that is yeah. yeah. If it was gonna be on the disc. That's yeah. where it would be. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's. I think it reminds me of Space Dementia a little bit. The in your eyes. Yeah, yeah. This one was done entirely by Matt. That makes sense. Well, he's playing. Is is he programming drums or is he playing drums? He's programming the drums, and so it's just like it's just like a laptop piece, right? It's just like that's cool. Yeah, I quite like that. We should give a shout out to the Twitter account, um, the Gallery Gang, whose right. sole reason for existence is to try and get Muse to play this song live. That's amazing. That's brilliant, and I'm all for it, and I love yeah. it. We follow I'm them, following them, them. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Unless, unless they succeed, but they succeed at a gig I'm not at. That would be devastating to you. Imagine then, I'm, then I hate them and I'm angry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're screaming. And I'm so screaming, and I'm screaming, and I'm crying, and I'm angry. Yeah. 
Um, it's interesting actually asking whether or not the gallery uh, would have fit on Origin of Symmetry because to, to tee up the next track, I remember you saying, like, there's no game on this one, I don't think, like, in terms of guessing when... Yeah, when it's obviously strong. showbiz. Yeah. yeah, you can guess the yeah. single. You can guess <laughs> right, the single. Yeah, we'll try and guess the single. But, like, they had hyper music and hypochondriac music and weren't sure which one was going to go on the album which right. is mental that is, that is the report let's in, the, uh, in on news let's listen it's french for listen Yeah, I really like this a lot. I love it. It's a totally love it. different song, isn't it? Yeah, I, I love it. I would say I love it almost as much as Hyper Music. For different reasons, though. For yeah. an entirely different yeah. reason. 100%. And I'm glad the one they chose to put on the album. Yep. But, yes. Although but, if, if Megalomania didn't exist, interesting. you could close Origin of Symmetry with this version. Even if you've also put Hyper Music on Yeah, the no. Or is that <laughs> Probably <indulgent>? not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like a Nick Cave song, like oh, not, not a specific, not a specific Nick Cave yep. song. It just sounds like something he might do, where it starts very gentle and it's got that like lovely piano section, and then the end just of gets it a bit chaotic. Like, yeah, yeah. Re- yeah like I mean, I mean, chaos. what's good is it's not just an acoustic version of hyper music. It's yeah, basically exactly. an entirely different song that's based around the same. It's thing. super sinister, isn't it? And it does have the bits. end with when the end comes in. It's yeah. doing the wow, 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 wow. Like, that's not acoustic. It's just mad and big and yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no one says sure. it's acoustic. And, and it's the B side to what single? Oh, I don't know. Hyper music on Origin of Symmetry. Yeah, I'd say hyper music. Do you yeah. think the B side to hyper music was to put hypochondriac music? Yeah, the alternate version. Why yeah, not? I do. Yeah, that seems to um, make sense. Un- unfor- unfortunately, that doesn't make sense because they didn't do it. Oh, okay. Oh. Missed opportunity. It was the B-side to Blitz. Okay. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, it's so dark and it's so haunted. Um, and for me, it's like, to my knowledge, Muse have never, ever sounded like this in like their main albums. As, as well, far I, I, as I am already aware. Well, I was going to say, like, Origin of Symmetry ones. sounds like this no mania does to a degree but not not massively there's like yeah there's like a hundred different sound effects in this song and like it 
goes well, a that, bit well this is the thing is is if they had continued like this i think the radiohead comparisons would have never gone away that's true because this is quite oh it's got radiohead. oh it's got a lot of floyd in it though because it's just throwing out like noises and sounds and effects and well it's, doing it's very stuff. specifically exit music for a film oh really like if you hang on, bear with me. That's two the name seconds. of a song. That's not you saying it sounds like the 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 the, the closing credits of a yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Adam's gonna kill. Hear all those sound effects? Yeah. So a very soft acoustic song with the sound effects in the background where the second half of it uh, sounds like this. Oh, can we just listen Hard to that? To... No, shut up. Can we just listen to... <laughs> we should do it. We should do a season on Radiohead. Do it. Because... We should. That would be good. Um, hard to say, like... Uh, I don't know if there's a direct inspiration or anything there, but they're obviously very, very similar. So I'm glad that they don't continue down that route because then they would just be accused of being a Radiohead ripoff, yeah. which at this point they very much aren't. Yep. Um, but I really like this version of Hyper Music. Really cool. I like, like it that a lot. It's, I, I, I really like the idea as well of there just being yeah. two completely different versions of the same totally song and it's not acoustic and unacoustic because that's late like shine is whatever it's an acoustic version of shine <laughs> yeah which itself is an acoustic version of the uh, the fourth <laughs> version of shine <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is um, also an elo song as well by the way that take that song yeah it yeah, sounds like mr, mr. blue sky, sky yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 um um Good, really which good. Itself, which itself, really which itself, at the end, rips off Arcade Fire, doesn't it? Oh yes, it does. Of rips off Arcade yeah. Fire, yeah. so they obviously went. Time is a flat heavy. circle. Mm. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, really great, fucking great, great closer. Yeah. I like a big, bold, dramatic closer, sure. and that is that is in terms of the tracks on this. Because I didn't one. see this as an album, and it is literally a. And obviously, they put them in a in an order to make it flow. Yeah, it's a closer to this. I do know what you mean. I do know. I what just you couldn't mean, really see this as a piece, like a piece, because I knew what it was. Does that make sense? Like I knew it was besides. Right. So therefore, yeah, it's a it's a good closer, but it it wasn't made to be a closer of this That's thing. The, well, no, I think no, it wasn't made. I know to that, be but a then closer, but this but, is what we were then... kind of saying earlier about intentionality, and um, they they decided that this should go at the end of this collection, I guess. Exactly, and I think that happens on albums. You're not writing an album going. True. Well, not all the time. You're not going like, oh, we need to write the closer of That's the album. That's very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a collection of stuff that you've recorded and you decide which order they sound best in a lot of the time. Yeah, that's very true. I don't know. I'd be, cur- I'd be curious. There's some albums, that I've, there's some tracks. Oh, it definitely happens. Like they go, designed like, yeah. Surely you've written yes. that knowing, you know, obviously The Resistance, the the, the last right. suite of tracks yes. on that. It, it, they obviously didn't write that and go, we'll probably put that like seven, eight, nine. <laughs> And then we'll do like an. Uh, then we'll do like ten. 11, oh, is this their part one, two, and that. three of something? I I know that that's yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you don't do that and not plan. No, part three was album. supposed to come before part one and two. It goes three, one, two. But then they decided yeah. on the day they did one, one, two, two three, three. Yeah. Well, that yeah. that that really fucks with the narrative of the track. It does. Yeah. Uh, so I don't so know what do you're you? So about there. it's like Pulp Fiction. It's like Pulp Fiction. It's like Pulp oh, Fiction. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Overall, I would say a mixed bag. It's the album. It's a very mixed. Color Blue. Yeah. Is it an album though? It's not an it's album. The album. The the, coll- the collect the collection. Well, I was pleasantly blue. surprised by how well it flows as an album. But but but, but yeah, uh, you know, it's a compilation, so of course it's a mixed bag. But it's 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 got some real like standout moments for a B side. Would collection. you say it's it it flows more like an album because there's only kind of two eras we're pulling from? Let's let's go back to our yeah, last season. True, Lipstick Traces by Mannix was a was a B sides collection from a very long stretch of their career so it's gonna seem all over the place yeah well it's only it was, it was only five um, albums yeah right? but it was 10 years yeah see so it's gonna sound all over the place yeah. jumping from genre to genre and it's a different band that are gonna do different things we're only talking a stretch of a we should, we should do a season, season on manic street preachers this is only a stretch of a few years right so of course songs are gonna sound that's true similar, but yeah. it does flow i do totally agree with you in that respect yeah i was just pleasantly surprised by how well it sort of flowed would you like my sort think, of any sort of like highlights or lowlights? Or so we're we're not scoring, right? Is this a is this a, so, a rule we set in place last yeah, season? Yeah, so, so we, we must don't follow the rules. We don't score like compilations, we, like officially. So so they won't be part of our album rankings. They won't get an official score or a group score. But if I had to give this a score, if I'd was throwing it out there, I'd give it like a a a, a, a four or a five. Probably a five. I'd go, I'd go I'm five not as well. Give it a score because I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. A mixed bag. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think, Lucas? Highlights. What do you think you would give it uh, if you had to? Gun to your head, and I've got your fiance, and I've got a gun to her head as well. I've got your kids, Dan. I've and got I've your got kids, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got Steve. And I've got a gun to his head. Fire, mate. I'm holding three guns. Wow, you're really good with guns. (laughs) What would you give it? What do you reckon? Out of ten. Lucas hates this. I was looking through the track list. I hate it because because it's not going to be very high and I don't like it. I feel bad and I feel sad. No, you've got to do it. You've got to do it. Four stins. Four stins, great. Um, I'd probably give it like... I'd probably give it like... Six. Okay. Same as as showbiz. Yeah. Yeah, probably like... uh, yeah, like they're like both of them have got like a handful of really great tracks, and then a handful of whatever. Yeah, yeah that's true. What, there's nothing so... on this. That, there's nothing on this that I hate. Yeah, that's true. There's, there's nothing, nothing on this, on this I, hate. I hate. I suppose map of your head. There's also nothing I would like think is. Oh my god, this is a fucking great song. There's some good songs. Yeah, on that's it. true. And I'm like, oh, oh. Oh, though I reckon hypochondriac music might be a yeah. great song. Yeah, that, that's the high. That's the highlight of the collection for me do yeah. we all have highlights. hypochondriac music as our highlights hypochondriac music as highlight and then probably my other one would be like um, yes please for me maybe the gallery oh interesting but then but then yes pleased is is a different is 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 a highlight for a different reason it's like not because of the qual of the song and yeah it's just because really it's fun song, just yeah it's just because it fucks, it fucks yeah, and yeah. slaps low lights low lights uh, nature underscore one and yeah. like and like I don't know shine acoustic oh, oh really shine acoustic I really like I really responded quite strongly to shine acoustic uh, Steve let's have your highs and your my highs would be hypochondriac music and yes please just copying me and what did I nothing probably nature underscore one yeah na- yeah <laughs> yeah 
There wasn't particularly a lot that pissed me off. <laughs> pissed me yeah. off? Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea of a song pissing you off. <laughs> it's happened. It's happened on this podcast yeah. before. There's been, I mean, there was, a, there was yeah. an album, there was a song off an album last year that fucking pissed me off. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't really so. class anything else as a low light. I'm not going to get. No, I'm not going to get. Okay, well, we you've got to wait then, haven't you? The right. Um, maybe recess. Okay, cool. What's that one again? That's exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting that we've we've all got <laughs> nat- <laughs> we've all got nature one on our low lights, and my other one is ashamed just because the. Highlights. We've all got hypochondriac music. I have as well. But my other one is forced in. I really, I really like that. Yeah, really I like really that. Um, have you got a merch corner? Have we done it by going over the VHS already? Well, as as covered, I I don't own this. It turns out I don't own the CD. <laughs> right. I must do. That's a shame. I, I I I swear I own it, but I was looking through my my collection. I don't seem to own it. Okay. But, yeah, so my merch corner just to go. It's the VHS, which we went it's over the, earlier. It's, yeah. It's the DVD and it's the VHS. Great. Well, thanks, Lucas. And I once so, I remember once this was on TV. Sort of a merch corner. They I remember uh they played uh Muse Hullabaloo on Channel Four. Oh, like have you brought the one, TV? At like one in the morning. Yeah. Back in like two thousand and three. And then they after after it, they did the debut of time is running out right and i recorded it to vhs do you understand what what merchandise is merch that is merch because it's my it's my own merch i made it i made the merch we're doing adam that's my made the mind merch merch. he remembers something i i got it i recorded it and that's mine and that was my personal (laughs) merch his mind merch guys all of that that we just talked about and we heard and we discussed was that Music. Yep. Um, uh, with the exception of nature underscore one, yes, it was. Okay, I agree, I agree that it was all uh, music, guys. Do, do we have time for some uh, some emails? Yeah, why not? I've always got time for our listeners. Um, oh, Lucas, you are a nice man, aren't you? So this is from uh, Tom Beal, uh, who says hello. Uh, oh, that's, so that's a really not, nice that's email. That's not nice all he Lovely. Yeah, Tom. I like him. Thanks, Tom. I like not him already. All he says. Uh, okay. He's talking about Muse. I first came across him at my friend's house. We were hanging out one day. I was at an age where my music taste was starting to mature around 2004. I saw he had a copy of Origin of Symmetry. At this point, I'd heard of Muse, but didn't know any of their music, so asked him to borrow it. So off I went to walk home, which was conveniently about an hour's walk. With it being 2004, I had my Sony Walkman CD player. Oh, I yeah. used to love it. Yeah, I lived yeah. on that. And Skip I popped it in, and, and the moment I heard the first few bars of Newborn, I knew I was in for something special. Literally, instant addiction. I went and bought, at the time, everything I could find up to Absolution, and ever since, tormented my friends and family with Muse. Up to the present day, the, the, I think this is going to be a theme on some of the emails. Up to the present day, I've been fortunate enough to see them 16 times, and at some pretty cool gigs, including... Reading 2006, Wembley 2007, Timmouth 2009, Reading 2011, Brighton Dome 2015, the free World War Z gig at Horse Guards Parade, What's the By Request gig at Shepherd's Bush Empire, and Royal Albert Hall 2018. Some of that meant very little to me, but Lucas looks excited. Well, we just we went to literally the exact same gigs. Were you at oh the my free God. World War Z gig at the Horse only Guards one of Parade? Those I, the only one of those I didn't go to was the free World War Z gig at <laughs> Horse Guards Parade. You could have Parade. shared all of sweat. Those- 
all of the <laughs> we shared so much sweat i bet we like i bet we locked eyes you and tom point. bill yeah probably yeah. Yeah. And tom bill, tom, me and tom bill go way back we go as way back as reading 2006 <laughs> Lovely. he goes on to say i've also been extra fortunate to meet them including oh. chris twice i played football with chris he actually lives about five miles from me he once put out a tweet to get some local fans together for a weekly game so i got straight in on that uh, the second time my friend won a competition on absolute radio to meet them when they were promoting the second law and she very kindly took me along which was an awesome experience and he attached some photos as well uh, of him with the guys from muse um Thank you very much for your email, Tom Beale. I feel like I'm a proper radio presenter when I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, this is from Joseph Disson. He says, hope you're well. Just wanted to uh, extend my appreciation and congratulations on your podcast. Oh, thank you very much. I am oh. a long-term Mannix fan, and it was a great pleasure listening to your series on the Mannix. Being from Wales and being such a fan, I thought I knew everything I needed to know, but was very much mistaken. I have been listening to your Muse podcast and I'm loving it so far even if I did hope you would do Radiohead next well you know the amount that we've talked about them we pretty much are doing Radiohead yeah, at yeah. the same time <laughs> um, a little info you might be interested in regarding Muse's early career Lucas spoke about Safter Jaffrey in the recent episode which I was really happy about however Safter was actually quite a lot more involved in Muse's career than just running Taste Media the reason Muse seemingly excuse me, seemingly did a lot better in France is because Safter broke them in France first. It was almost by accident as well. As Lucas said, Muse couldn't get signed to a major label in the UK, so they focused on other territories. Muse played um, their first French European shows when Safter and his wife went on holiday. And essentially, uh, Safter and his wife went on holiday to France and on one occasion took the band along with them to play some shows at the same time. And it happened that the shows went well, given the reception and the travel distance between the UK and France, it was an ideal market to get into. And it's also the reason they released Showbiz in France first. So right. There you go. That's so, I would have loved to have what, gone into all of that, what, but Adam told me that I'm not allowed to just make the You podcast. also didn't know it. And, the, uh, and What's this Joe guy's name? Uh, What's this guy's Joe, name? Joe, Joe Disson. So you Joe didn't Disson. know it and Joe did. So. Joe Disson, this I is officially, we, we can get him on and Lucas yeah. goes... But, but, but so I've, this is now what, Adam Scott Glass, Steve Murphy, and Joe Disson uh, on the podcast. And yeah. welcome to yeah. What Is Music. A I'm going to send you podcast so much about hate music. Mail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do- I'm going to dox you all. <laughs> Steve Murphy's the name of the, one of the hosts. Stephen Murphy. <laughs> Joe also yeah. said that he, want, he wanted to say that it was lovely to hear Greg <laughs> Haver on one of our Manix episodes. He's yes. a lovely guy, and I've been fortunate enough to do some writing sessions with a couple of his artists, which is cool. We love Greg. We, we love Greg too love much. Greg. We really like Greg. And he's done a little PS, met the Mannix boys a number of times, and oh, always man. lovely, if not slightly awkward. Key embarrassing <laughs> moment was being at the after show for Everything Must Go in Swansea, pissed out of my head talking to Sean. Uh, and Sean told That's him... Sean Moore. Uh, Sean Moore. He Sean told Moore. me the landlords of Faster Studios were kicking them out, to which I shouted, fuck off. And he sort of laughed and paused and then said, oh, no, they actually are. Uh, Greg Haver had got them on the guest list for that show and hasn't since. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe Sean has had a word to not let Joe into any more Manic shows. For God's sake, Joe. (laughs) That's a... Oh, cool email. 
Yeah, there's another one that's really lovely. And I've, Queen mail. And it was really, cool email. It was really yeah. long. Yeah. So I've edited a little bit, but it's from it's from David Marshall, who says, wow, just serendipitous that I listened to Lucas Filling or John Majored at The Fact You're All Caught Up with the Manics albums. I feel exactly the same that I've just caught up with the podcasts. I've diligently tanned every episode on a daily basis since I've discovered the podcast at the expense of listening to music for the last few weeks. I'm sure you'll enjoy the fact that I've enjoyed your dulcet tones on my walks on frosty and snowy mornings in Aberdeen and listened to each episode while walking from home cooking and basically doing any other activity that doesn't involve my family uh why doesn't <laughs> cooking involve your family david and why does this family want to listen to our podcast <laughs> and why are we now not your family <laughs> how delighted i was to find my first podcast on my favorite band i'm a big fan of muse as well but they seem fairly recent to this 41 year old who still sees the everything must go era which is a manix album as a fairly recent thing uh, i just wanted to say thank you for all the laughs you've given me all the times i've shouted out loud no all the time <laughs> <laughs> I've agreed, disagreed, enjoyed, and thought you've jumped the shark. The difference in our opinions, given our roughly 10-year age difference, is utterly astonishing, and it makes me feel like a proper old git. Well, it's probably because you are. I mean, 41 is ancient. I never basically, thought it would happen, but I feel dead. like an elder <laughs> statesman, and even then I'm five years behind the original fans. You've made me realise, even though Mannix make albums that aren't always necessarily the best, they are always different and thoughtful, how pleasing it is to realise your favourite band are yep. at least worthy of respect for trying new things as opposed to being stale and boring. And he goes on to say, delighted to hear the new shows will be on Muse. I saw them in a very small venue here in Aberdeen just before Showbiz came out. I gave Matt a lecture on how they should avoid sounding like Radiohead and be more like Jeff Buckley. He agreed because I had drunk about 12 pints and he probably <laughs> thought I was a complete bellend. <laughs> 12 pints, legend. Legend. For the Absolute record, lad. For the record, Dom was an up his own ass twat. And okay. Chris, Chris was one of the soundest musicians I've ever met. I hope Good. Steve can pronounce his name by now. Uh, anyway, lots to get through with Muse. I can't wait to listen to all of it. David Marshall, Dave. I'm going to start calling him Dave because now he's one of our best friends. That's Davey. very nice. That's that's an edited version because he had loads of stuff, really nice things to say about our podcast that I don't want to read out because it just sounds like we're patting ourselves on the back. Yeah. But thank you so much for emailing. And then a us. whole bit in the middle about the BNP. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was really weird. inappropriate. That was yeah, to just cut that out. That's I lovely. should also Thank say you. that Paul Franklin is someone who got in touch with a couple of other people, but Paul Franklin emailed it, so he's going to get the credit to say that our daft punk season should be called Up All Night to Get Lecky. Um, <laughs> he also says, enjoying season two, lads. Great job getting someone like me to listen to Muse, considering I've only ever heard them on the radio and always dismissed them as irrelevant futuristic nonsense. I'm starting, I'm starting to see the error of my ways a little, but I'm going to take a lot more convincing of their relevance. Nice. Well, we have a whole season for for us to convince him of their relevance. But for now, that brings us to the end of another episode. Uh, thank you all very much for listening. It's now your turn to talk. You just heard a lot of uh, a lot of emails there. You can email us and, and we will read it out on the show. It's always nice to do that. Come and find us on our social media. Let us know what you think of Hullabaloo, uh, of the episode, of anything we've talked about. We like talking to you all. Uh, you don't have to wait two weeks for an episode again. Uh, you know, we have an episode next week. We had one last week. We have one this week. We have one next week. We've gone we'll be... weekly again. How did yes, that happen? I know. <laughs> Why does this happen? Like a fun, relaxed commentary to the Hullabaloo DVD. It's a live film of them playing live 
Uh, and, app- and apparently the bit. Yeah, and apparently the tour diary us. thing. So dig out your copy or find one on YouTube and have a, a watch along with us. I mean, the episode will still totally work if you don't have a copy or if you listen to this on your commute or whatever. Yeah, we'll just be, go- we'll just be going, oh, yeah, I like this bit. Yeah. And then we'll go silent for 20 seconds. And, and you then, won't know oh, we should, quite we should what probably talk. Yeah. <laughs> there will be, if you are watching and listening along, then there will be instructions of how to do so as well. Yes. Anyway, find us on Twitter at What Is Music Pod, Instagram at What Is Music Pod, TikTok, What Is Music. And if you'd like to send in something a little longer, like the ones I've just read out, you can email us, whatismusicpod at gmail.com. And we also have a couple of ways you can support us other than listening if you would like to. One is to buy our merch. There's lots of new Muse stuff on there. If you go to whatismusicpod.redbubble.com, you'll see lots of stupid designs and one cool one. And I think we'll. Which one's yeah, that? We'll, no, all of the Muse stuff is up there now. Uh, but if you don't want merch because it's shit apart from that one cool <laughs> one. Uh, but you do want to... Nah, if you do want to chuck us a few quid, you can go to coffee.com, ko-fi.com slash whatismusic uh, and, and just chuck us a couple of quid. All donations are gratefully received and go towards the running costs. And that about does it. God, you're a Thank good you. host. How do we manage to make a, a, a ten track, episode yeah. about a 10-track B-side <laughs> collection Two and a half hours of him. Adam's cutting out an hour. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he'll, he'll, he'll I'm cut cutting out the, all cut of out the, the music rat. discussion. <laughs> yeah. And keep in the poker rap. Yeah. It's, no, no, no. It's only the poker rap. <laughs> Which is interesting hour. if Adam cuts out the poker rap, how this <laughs> bit of the podcast is going to go, isn't it? That's interesting. I will leave you all uh, with just one piece. Just a little, just a bit of advice, really. Just a little bit oh, of yeah. advice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't blue your hull, <laughs> or hull will blue you. Right. Yes, please. Sure. So come on, so come on, get it on. I don't know what you're waiting for. Your time is coming. Don't be late. Hey, hey. So come on, see the light. timing.